My stuff's frozen. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> no. All right. Well, let's just keep going as if your stuff wasn't frozen. <laughs> they Hopefully, we won't even use the backup recording. Hey, none all of right, that was frozen, so that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a thing anymore. Yes, hey, we've got a no. great sponsor this week. Let's jump, in. let's jump right into that. Let's do it. Oh, my God. The graphics on this app. It's a game. So... I have I have played Skyrim on the highest end PCs. I've I've seen all that new 4K stuff that's coming. I, mm-hmm. I've, I've I've even been to a couple studios and glimpsed some of the next next gen games. But I'm playing until, Arma Three on a Titan. Not doesn't even come close. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Nope. When I looked at this archery app, it was like looking into the into the eyes of God. Uh-huh. I, I think I think that's all I can. It was so, there were so many pixels that it was like a psychedelic experience. In Pulp Fiction, when they opened Marcello's briefcase, mm, yeah, I'm pretty that. sure it was an iPhone running the archery game. That's exactly what the fuck it was. Absolutely. <laughs> Maximizes the hardware and the iPhone architecture to the to the brink of its abilities. Or yes. the Android architecture. Or the Android architecture. I prefer the Android personally. It's a bigger Technological screen. Technological things. It is a bigger screen. Buzz terms. <laughs> so. And the best part, the best part about the archery app, is and that is the the title of the game, right? It's the archery app, correct? Uh, based on what my I eyes are, I can't look away from my phone to, to talk to you right now. But, <laughs> but uh, the, uh, I believe that's what it's called. The company's called Get Apps, and uh, and and the gentleman in question, uh, who can we, who we can thank for Let's all of this? I'll take a shot at his name. <laughs> who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think his name is. My Cheyelo Guis Louis Chikantichenko. I disagree with you. <laughs> My Cheyelo Guris Luki and Chinko? Okay. Mikhailo Jerus Lukakchenko. You know, originally I thought it was a all Japanese right. name, but after hearing Lefty say it, it might be a French name. No, alright, so this name has some Baltic heritage. This is uh, Mikhailo. <laughs> Yeros Lukachenko. Ooh, Lukachenko. My my Kyolo. My my Kyolo. The first name is the first name. I'm almost positive is Mikhailo or or Mikilo. Mikilo. It's spelled like my Chelo. My Chelo. I think that ch is a key sound. Louis Kiak Tinchenko. Like 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 Mikhail Gorbachev, like the way his name is pronounced, like it's spelled. Yeah, but like Mikhail anyway. is spelled like M I K H A L. Yeah, you're Mikhail. right. God. Link in the what description. Is... Annotation on the side. As soon as annotations work properly, uh, check out the Archery app. It is quite literally the best app known to mankind thus far. Mm-hmm. And, and I tell you what, Mikhailo, it... if you want your name right, full show. Full show. <laughs> we'll full research show. the etymology of all the parts of your name, and we will get it right. We'll have a crack Absolutely. team of scientists. And not only will we pronounce name. it in the common tongue, we'll pronounce it in several languages and in mm-hmm. your grandfather's native tongue. I, we'll, we'll Klingon up this bitch for a full show. Yes. Are we ready for another topic? Does anyone want to go before I do? Uh, you, you seem like you have topics at hand, Woody. Uh, that's part of my role on the show, indeed. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I mean, my my topic is boring. Well, let's get yours curious. out of the way. Then. How about that? All right, what do you got? All right. Apparently, South Carolina's going to be fighting Obamacare. Oh, you were right. Mm. 
<laughs> I just I got like, it. I'm like, what was he writing? <laughs> oh yeah, because it was boring. <laughs> I want I'd like I'd like to note that uh, that Wings looks like a uh, a chubbier version of Max Payne from Max Payne 3. <laughs> if you if you want to look it up right now, I think he I think he he hits it perfectly. Okay, Wings. All right, so I think we should make a a, uh, a like a mock-up. Someone should take the Max Payne cover art and Photoshop Wings in there. Wings needs his gun though. Wings needs like hold the gun by you need to like look uh, 45 degrees away from the cam- camera, hold the gun up, and say like something like, "It's judgment time." <laughs> I can't do actions. <laughs> Just <laughs> wear a flowery shirt. It's perfect. Do your accent, Woody style. Yeah, this <laughs> is my German accent. <laughs> Hello, welcome to my store. That's one thing that I don't leave every day. I don't leave out my khakis. I don't leave out my gun. The Boston accent, that's all he's got. It's, it's, <laughs> it's I, I, One out of ten, I'd give it a six. So, yeah, it's, it not, a, it's not a bad Boston accent. So what is the thing? Are you wishing that Obama, Obamacare was coming to South Carolina? Or I you... don't. I, I personally don't like um Obamacare is going to cost me, since I make over the poverty threshold, uh-huh. a great deal of money. Something along the lines of $10,000 annually. It seems like a lot. Are you sure you don't get anything for that ten grand, like insurance? I get I get health care for that ten grand. It's not like okay. a <laughs> so that's a thing. <laughs> not to Wait, knock you, but you're a guy who sometimes know. uses health care. I mean, how long has it been since you had surgery? Well, I've never had like a full on surgery. I've uh-huh. had an elective surgery. Right. So we're going what, like eight weeks? Well, that that the surgery costs less than three hundred bucks. I'd much rather pay that out of pocket than pay ten grand. Wait, without health care, it was less than three hundred dollars. Yeah, like with the wow. surgery was two hundred fifty, and like the packing and repacking was like another hundred twenty. I think it came into like four hundred bucks altogether. So here's my experience, and it's limited because I know there's lots of situations where some drug that you need that's a common drug is just outrageously expensive. I always hear that, but I have yet to personally experience it when. When I personally go to get something like antibiotics, um, I think that's all I usually have to get. It's you know if I, if I end up with strep throat or, or something like that, uh, or or I cut myself or hurt myself severely, I usually need antibiotics, and they've never cost over like twenty five dollars for like a month's worth. So you guys and, know what a, a kidney stone is, right? It's like for oh, some God. reason people's bodies sometimes they um they develop it's like a calcium deposit that yeah. you have. A calcium, a calcium deposit it forms in your bladder, and it has to work mm. its way out your urinary tract. Mm-hmm. My wife had one. It's probably a mm. year ago now, and she went to. She was in uh, like like she was like throwing up, and she was in pain, and her her stomach hurt, and we didn't know what it was. Right, like it could have been cancer, could have been anything, but she had some sort of really bad pain, like like belly button height in the middle of her stomach or something. Turns out, I guess it was her bladder, and uh, um. So, you know, we take her to this local, like, hospital. We're fortunate in that we live next to this, I guess it's a small hospital, and it's, like, five blocks away. So I take her right there, and they treat her pain. She's instantly, you know, on on some sort of happy fluid, and uh, they they run a – I don't know what kind of scan they run, whether it was an MRI or a CAT scan or something. But they discover that this is what's going on. There's a kidney stone in the middle of her belly. They give her some sort of Flomax drug, if I recall correctly. Which makes your track a little bit bigger, so it passes a little easier. A couple of days later, she's fine. Hmm. That diagnosis, test, uh, anti-pain stuff, and Flomax stuff 
it turned out to be about, and this is for eight hours, about $18,000. I was glad we were insured. Yeah. I hear that, and I think, man, they're price gouging. And, you know, what I was talking about was my personal experience, but my mother and my – I was talking to my dad about this the other day. He just had paid his insurance, and it was a huge amount he was paying. And keep in mind, this was his – Property insurance and farm insurance and house insurance and all it was it was a lot of insurance he had to pay at one time, and I was like, it doesn't really bother you though, does it? He's like, no, not really. Over the years, I've taken my, uh, you know, I've gotten paid back out of it, and we started adding it up: his annual premiums versus what he'd taken in um, from insurance. Period. You know, car insurance, house insurance, mm-hmm. the whole thing. My, it's like winning the fucking lottery for my dad. Now, <laughs> it's it's like the bad luck lottery, but He's had two back surgeries, um, like like these full like, oh, crazy surgeries that were like fifty thousand dollars each. My mother has had um, three surgeries. Um, she had a tumor removed from her abdomen. She's had um, she had an intestinal tract issue and something else. And those added up to like ninety seven that almost a hundred grand between those. My dad had a building burn down. It was ninety. It was a ninety thousand dollar payoff. Uh, two cars that some that were accidents that were someone else's fault, but they didn't have insurance, and ours covered it still. And it was like thirty-seven thousand dollars worth of cars. And then I started thinking about like you know just the regular uh, other stuff that it paid for. It's ridiculous. The insurance that that they've got is is great. I, when I was my mom is a teacher though. When I was seventeen, I got into a car accident and damaged my arm. I've talked about it before, and uh, I was on my parents' insurance. I mean, I was seventeen. But uh, that insurance, that payment that, that it took to you know fix the broken arm and then subsequent like nerve surgery, which was the real expensive part, I think was so pricey that it made like you know all the insurance he had bought throughout my lifetime a good value. You know, yeah. Suddenly he was in the black. He was ahead. In the black is good, Lefty. In, oh. <laughs> in the red is oh. bad. I think everybody's missing the all, the motive here though. Why is it that expensive? Is know, it really right? cost? Does it really cost like four thousand dollars to turn the MRI machine on? Gosh, you see. It, well, those are really expensive machines. Those are really. really cool I understand stuff. they're really expensive, and but they, does it cost four thousand dollars a use? No, no, it's not four grand a use, but they have to get their money back, and then then some because it is a business. Mm-hmm. And um, also, they don't last forever, right? Like your MRI machine that's awesome now, ten years from now, might be crappy compared to state of the art. So. You know, the, the idea is that in that 10 years, you make your money back and buy a better one. But what they do a lot of is they over-test you, they over-diagnose you, they over-medicate you, and a lot of it comes from, um, well, number one, to be safe, Defensive obviously. Medicine. There, right? There's a, I mean, there's there's a reason that they, that they order, like, six different x-rays. You don't, when you take a, if they think there's something wrong in your stomach and they take x-rays, they don't just do one, you know, they do different sides, multiple shots, and there's a reason for that, one, to be safe, but also a lot of people aren't active in their health care. They don't ask their doctors, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, like, I, you know, I broke my leg. You see it on the, on the x-ray. Okay, why do I need MRIs, too? Why do so, I need this? Why do I need that? Not, not many people are active in their health care. I'm afraid this topic's not really thrilling, but, I, but here's what I want to say. I don't know if the implementation of Obamacare is great. I feel like we need a couple years to measure it and maybe even a couple iterations or a couple refinements to make it what it's supposed to be. But I liked the concept, you know, the idea of moving from <clears throat> people who can pay, taking good care of themselves, going to the health and going to their doctor when they're supposed to, but 
people who don't running to the emergency room, getting the most expensive kind of care and not paying for it on the backs of people like, you know, my wife and I who pay 18 grand for a kidney stone because you paid zero for yours. That's kind of bullshit to move to an Obamacare system where everybody is forced. You know, Wing says, look, I'm forced to pay, you know, for my health insurance now. I, I preferred rolling uninsured. I like the idea that everybody pays their part and doesn't just run around, you know. But I like, I, see, we have the worst architecture. You like the idea, but England has a better system. But isn't it true Colin that everyone Powell, doesn't Colin pay Powell their part. said this week that we need an England health care system. Colin fucking Powell. I, I don't like Colin Powell. <laughs> the Republicans have turned from him. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no, he turned from us. <laughs> I'm not a Republican. <laughs> I'm not a Republican, uh, anyway, I'm just but, saying, but, I, but he turned from the conservative part. I, I hear what you're saying. So, But I like the idea of everyone who's capable of doing so carrying their own load. And then when everyone pays for themselves, insurance doesn't become so expensive that you can't buy it anymore. And then there are a couple small things in there, like letting me carry my kid until they're, what is it, 26? Mm-hmm. I like having that option. You know, they, they keep what it going. What if they're not on their feet I'm, 20, yet? What if, what I'm 27 years old, Woody. Should it be 27? Is that what you're saying? It should be 28. <laughs> um, you know, but what if they're going to school or something like that? All of a sudden, they're getting their master's degree and they're just flat out of luck because they're too darn old. I like it better in the new system. Um, and then the biggest thing is now that you have to buy insurance, they can do the thing where they say you, you have to cover pre-existing things. If you don't do that, those things go hand in hand. If you're allowed, if an insurance company is forced to cover pre-existing conditions then you can just not cut buy insurance ever. As soon as you get, you know, have to go to the doctor, you pick up your insurance after the fact and they have to cover your pre-existing condition. Everybody would game the system if insurance covered you after you got sick. The only way for insurance to work is for you to buy insurance before you get sick. You can't just say like, oh, I got cancer. Now I'm going to get insurance. Now they're going to pay for it. And Here, that, that's here's what I want. I don't, I don't know how to implement this, but here's the benefits that I want from my insurance. Based on, in my personal opinion, I should have to pay $3,000 a year in health insurance. I think that would be fair if I was, if I was covered and I had good, I was happy with the deductible and the copays and all that, like a good plan. I would pay $3,000 a year for that. If I could do that and, and get completely covered under this Obamacare thing, I'd do it and I'd be happy. And that's all I care about. The, the politicians always talk about, you know, this group of people and that group of people. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't, the only group of people I care about is, is my group of people right now. And if, if there's a system that will make my group of people happy, then, then that's all I care about. Yeah, I, I, I care, my cares go a little broader. I like the idea of an America where you can be an entrepreneur. Where you, like, for example, let's say your kid has Down syndrome or something, right? And uh, and this isn't really about Colin. For whatever reason, Colin seems to get covered by insurance really well. People don't look at, like, speech deficiencies as something to reject someone over. But if your kid has Down syndrome, that means you can never own your own business. Fuck it, you're out of luck. You're donezo. Because health insurance for you is going to cost like $45,000 a year. You've got a kid who could potentially go in cardiac arrest any minute now. Health insurances won't do that. The only way that you can provide for your family is to work for a big company who can just you know spread those health insurance costs across a lot of different big people. I don't like an America that does that. I don't like an America where you know like if your kid has Down syndrome, then you're in kind of an indentured servant slave position to some Fortune 500 company, 
that's willing to hire you even though your kid is sick. Right. That, that's where like one of the things that Obamacare does to me that even though it doesn't really directly impact, impact me because I, I think Colin gets covered pretty easily. No one seems to scare him, be scared of him. But if you had a bigger problem in your family that you need covered, you're just out of luck. And, and the idea behind insurance is sort of a pool that everybody uh, pays into and then some people take out of when the need arises. You know, a sick kid isn't like something that you've done that's delinquent about you most of the time. I mean, there's like fetal alcohol syndrome, but but. By and large, you know, look, if, if you get hit, you know, the, the health care lottery and, and the bad luck lottery, then we all share that expense. That's how insurance works. And you either do it that way or you say, you know, just go to the emergency room, don't pay, and then, you know, I'll pay. That sucks. So Why can't we do it the England way? We can. We can. I mean, the resistance to that. I'd much rather pay ta- more taxes at, you know, per per paycheck or something like that and never think about it then then feel like oh here's another bill in my life you know obamacare might be a step towards that it might be a step and we never take the next one but what you're suggesting we couldn't get to happen so we got what what could happen and wings health insurance for you might be a good idea i mean even if you if you don't like the idea you know you plan on losing a lot of weight and you're going to be working out a lot and there's a definite chance that you hurt yourself possibly Semi-severely, tear a tendon, um, you know, you're on the elliptical or you step wrong, you tear a meniscus or something. That's expensive stuff. Could get degloved. If I don't get hurt in the next six months, it'll be a miracle. (laughs) Do we need a new topic? Yes, please. I I can't change topics more aggressively. I don't know if I love this one. Anyway, go on. I just want to point out, we just that was Wings' topic. We were still on Wings' Wings' topic. We were. Mm -hmm. That was great. That was a strong one, Wings. It started out slow, but it built well. Good job. All the way to wings getting degloved, and we wrap it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not dunking no basketball. Never, <laughs> never, never will I do that or attempt it ever again. I can Dude, did you not see me play the stupid rabbit game? I couldn't even get the, the connect to, to like register my jumps or my attempts <laughs> to jump. It, it, it was it was funny to watch you jump. <laughs> it was like cheating. Twitter is making a change. Have you guys read about it? No. I think they've reverted back, haven't they? Are you talking about blocking? Yes. Did they okay. undo it already? I think I think as of last night, there was uh, uh, Reuters reported. I believe it was Reuters or Routers. However, Reuters, I think. R e u t r e r s. Reuters. Oh, Reuters. I see yeah. it. I think they reported that there was an emergency meeting. And but you know what? This is a perfect because this is how you freaking run a company, Google. Because there were well, what do you do? Premise. Pre- this is your topic. You do it. Sorry. All right. So let me launch this out there. So when you block somebody on Twitter. That person pretty much no longer follows you. They don't see your tweets. You can see their tweets if you make a special effort and go into an incognito window where you're not logged in and you can see what that guy's up to, perhaps. But you can't tweet to him because you're blocked. And if you're logged in, then you can't read his tweets. That's how blocking worked and works. And then um, uh, what they did is they changed it because... Their thinking was this. Look, when Wings blocks a guy, that guy knows he's blocked. And now all of a sudden that guy is mad and he's like taking the retaliatory action. And and what Wings can do is instead of blocking him, just kind of mute him. Now Wings doesn't see his stuff. But I think that's bullshit. I think if you block a guy from following you, that guy shouldn't be following you anymore. I think that guy shouldn't be seeing your tweets unless, of course, he goes incognito, etc. Um, I, I liked the way that it worked before. I don't want... To just not know that you're hating on me all the time. 
I want you to not see me anymore. You and I, we're donezo. That's how blocking should work. It shouldn't work such that, you know, what I don't see doesn't hurt me. And I, I think that's bullshit. As a matter of fact, I'd take it to the next level. I think you shouldn't be able to at reply me at all. I, at Woody's mm-hmm. Gamer Tag should be a censored word from your tweets. Because well, I like that. Fuck I you. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's how it should be. If I block a guy... We're not talking anymore. Like, pretend it's an email filter or something. I don't see your stuff. You don't see my stuff. We're through. That's how I'd like it to be. And then I'm seeing here, there's an update on the article I'm reading. I just refreshed it. And uh, executives rushed into a meeting Thursday night in Twitter's San Francisco offices to discuss the uproar, a rare event for a company that, for the most part, has historically been hailed for championing its users. And uh, Twitter nixed the unpopular feature. Bam. Google, you watching? Google, your move, bitch. <laughs> that's what I that's what I want to know because Woody and Wings and, and Kyle, you guys have been in YouTube in YouTube game a long time, and and YouTube's been owned by Google since what 2006. Yeah, that so sounds, that sounds right. Has there ever been a change where YouTube didn't say, "Well, we're going to make changes to it, we're going to make alterations, or or essentially just deal with it"? You know, f you. Has there ever been a change where where Google came out and said, "Our bad, we're going back." Not Has there ever bad. been anything like that? No, I have seen them say, ooh, I see this problem. We'll make another change. You know, And I think the comments are one right there, right? Didn't mm-hmm. they make, like, improve the spam catching? And it's pretty hard right. to do Bob anymore. Mm-hmm. But that straight. catches a lot of, right, it's still, now it catches, it goes the other way. Like, there are a lot of legitimate comments that are just flagged just because, but. Yeah, oh, I was looking at mine. There was, like, some guy who wrote something supportive and a bunch of other guys who hated him. You know, for mm-hmm. being whatever, some sort of stuck up or suck up ass licker. I forget what they called him. And his comment was caught, but all the replies went through. Like, there's a system. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they've never implemented something and, like, this is the way things are going to be. And then there's a huge up- uproar about it. And then they say, oops, okay, we'll go back. I don't, I've never seen that. Mm-mm. What? Google. Google feels like they this know. This is how you company. You. This is how you do it. Twitter's like, oh, crap, yeah, well, we're going to try it. Because they even said, well, we'll try to probably make implement a change. We want to make changes to the, the way it works. But clearly, a lot of people are really set in this way, and they like the way it works. We've probably erred here, so we're going to undo the change. Google. It's freaking Come on obvious, now. right? I, I, oh, gosh, I always talk about Woodycraft. We rolled out a new game last night, Survival Hardcore. And on it, we had this thing that catches people who cheat by, you know, using an x-ray client, and they're able to find diamonds way too easily. It was set aggressively enough that legit users were bumping into this. Like, you know, how can you possibly find that many diamonds an hour? And the people are like, because I'm smart. I'm not a cheater. I just know where the diamonds go. And uh, it was like, oh, so I, I back it off a bit. And then this morning, I backed it off a bit again. It wasn't 12 fucking hours old, and I had made two adjustments and solved the problem. Google, you know, weeks go by before they can get a thing done. It's really a molasses company, man. Those guys are stuck. They can hardly move. I don't understand it. Is there and and you've worked in in tech companies and stuff. Is there are would you say Woody that there's probably a lot of people at Google that under or Google that are working on YouTube that understand that there's uproar about features or whatever when they go live and they want to fix them or are they just like meh screw it until we're told to we're not doing anything i think there's uh infrastructure and a way of doing things put in place at google that makes it really hard 
for someone to push code into production, right? There's so much QA process. There's so much, you know, agreement and meetings and collaboration and ownership of different parts of the site. Like I'm sure that like the last rollout with the comments and stuff was an enormous cross-functional project that involved the team that works on Google Plus, that involved the team that works on YouTube. They're probably in different buildings and they barely talk to each other. It involves teams that work in user experience and QA people who don't even know each other's systems. And making a change to it and getting that out was probably the result of many office parties who were like, oh my God, we finally did a thing. Then the people hate it. <laughs> and they can't just say... You know, all right, all right, quick, quick, let's make, let's fix it, let's fix it. No, man, like there's so many people involved. To fix it <laughs> would involve like so many teams working across so many areas. First, they first they probably had to hire about 15 new people because they fired the 15 who came up with that last idea. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I'm not sure. Google wasn't really known for firing people at all. You know, but was it Yahoo that uh, where the mm, where the, the guy went crazy in in the boardroom on like a, a live chat with um. A lot of the board, uh, it was a lot of the stockholders. He, the, it was, I think it was the CEO of Yahoo, and he's doing, he's having like a virtual board meeting, and there's like 500 stockholders in there, and like all of the hierarchy of the company, and some guy was in there. T- it wasn't just some guy. I, I can't remember his specific uh, deal. He was but- like the pho- he was a photographer, right? He was hired by the company to to photograph like the workings of the company. I think that was his job. I don't remember exactly. I do remember that he was supposed to be in the room he was in, and taking photos was kind of his job, at least. And because he took photos during a very stern portion of the board meeting where the the CEO was like, you know, we're going to have to close, you know, this sector down and do this to that, and there's going to be downgrades, but we're – and the guy's taking the pictures during this. He's like, what the fuck, Mike? No, 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 get your – you're fired. You're fired, and you're just like, whoa. Whoa, shit. He literally just fired that guy. That sounds like my live stream. Like he said, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it kind of it was kind of a punctuation mark on on his whole statement for the the meeting. It was intense. If if I was somebody, you know, the next guy down the food chain, I'm just like, "Holy shit. All he did was take a picture." Oh, yeah. I've never fired anybody, but I've always imagined that it's probably an effective way to get things done. You like know, if you if you if you publicly fire a guy as part of a group, like all right, all right, all right, everybody sit down, sit down. Who runs this project? Like who this this thing, this thing, this thing. You extol its virtues, right? But it's really a piece of shit. And then you ask, all right, who's the head of that project? And the guy that raises hands, like me. Oh, hi, Craig. Get your shit and get out the door. You're fired. <laughs> Security be at your office in five minutes. You got fifteen to get out. Goodbye. Anybody else want to? We we already called your wife because yeah, that's a company car. <laughs> She'll be here in ten. You no longer have stock options. Woody hates my idea. Woody, as somebody that worked <laughs> in an office setting, he's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> would that motivate you, Woody? Or would you to just feel fire like... people? Have you ever seen someone get fired, like, you know, like, right there publicly? Like, hey, you're fired. Uh, not like that, no. I mean, I've fired people and seen people get fired and stuff, but it's usually this respectful closed door, sorry mm-hmm. not to happen kind of thing. I have seen the real deal. So... <laughs> In car sales, there's a huge turnover rate with salespeople, but because of a couple of things. One, the pool of individuals that salesmen come from is a, a varied uh, group of individuals. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. So they're, you know, they're prone to not carrying through with things and failing at things. So a lot of them just flunk out, 
and a lot of them just don't make it. So there's constantly an influx of new ones. So the employees don't have that much value unless they're a good salesperson. The rest of the guys are just flunkies. They're just hanging around trying to sell cars, but they don't know what they're doing. If one of those guys fucks up, my manager would just be like, James, James, no, James. I've warned you three times, James. No, no. You're there eating chicken wings. I told you to be by the door selling cars. He's like, you're fired. Get your shit, put it in that box, and get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. No, don't make me make a, make a scene in front of the customers. I don't care. Get shit. Get the fuck out. And just like walked away. And that was it. Man, and and chicken wings. He brought it on himself. That's literally. <laughs> put, all right. And, and that that may sound racist to somebody, but it's not at all. It was a white guy that got fired. I know it was a he was it was a Hispanic guy. Yeah, it was a so Hispanic. So he can't guy. be racist if he's white. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Oh. No, if it was black, if it was a black guy who was eating the chicken wings or something and, and being lazy. That's not. But that wasn't the deal. What what it really was was. This guy was literally had been told multiple times that he needed to be at the front door, you know, trying to get a customer, and instead he was back there eating the chicken wings that you know the manager had bought for the salesman. And I use air quotes because uh, we weren't all salesmen. I never understood that. Like, if you're told to do something in a job, what, like, what, what in your brain is just like? Fuck oh, that. this guy was worse than that. This guy was part of one of those uh, pyramid scheme, Ponzi scheme deals. What do they call it? They're um, multi-level marketing, okay? Yeah, multi-level marketing. He was. That's, he was no, he, pyramid is is actionable, my friend. He was he trying to sell. He, he, so he, while he was supposed to be there selling cars, he would be marketing his like cell phone card bullshit to the customers at the same time. Hey, man, you want a Ford? And some cell phone minutes. <laughs> and there were literally customers who'd be like, nah, I don't need a four, but yeah, give me 90. And I'm just like, I'm looking over, I'm like, that motherfucker is in here slinging cell phone minutes. I want to hear more about this because, like, I don't know how many PK historians are here. Kyle's admitted to sleeping in the back of SUVs while at work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would never ever heard this. That's the, that's no, the totally that's a true stuff. thing. No, you totally would because, all right, so here's the thing. Car sales is a grind, and many days of the week are literally not even worth going in for. But you have to show up and, and like, put your game face on so there's people there. But it's literally not worth coming. If there's a rainy, cold day, like, like right now, tomorrow it's drizzling, there is no reason for me to go to work. On a Saturday, I'd go. But if it were a, if it were a Wednesday, no. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out in the car. I'm gonna um and when I say car, I mean the nicest SUV in the in the car lot because I have to be at work. I gotta be on the premises, but I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna crank that fucker up, put the DVD player down, lean back, and I'm gonna watch some seven dollar movies that I went and got from Walmart in the while driving the Escalade. You know, I just take the Escalade with me, and you know that was a hell of a job. That was an interesting time in my life. <laughs> but seriously though, it it's it, it's a grind, and then you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday happen, and then the rest of the week doesn't matter. The rest of the week is about calling the people you met during those days I just mentioned. So wait, you so you're hating on a man for eating chicken wings and slinging cell phone minutes when you were out dro- watching seven dollar movies in in pilfered Escalades. Well, see, he was supposed to be at the door because he was going in the bucket. What that means is he didn't have enough car sales to match what he would have gotten paid by minimum wage. The car dealership doesn't even want that fucking payroll paperwork. Minimum wage? He's like, you're sitting here fucking minimum wage for fucking minimum wage? You call yourself a fucking salesman? A fucking salesman? ABC, motherfucker, always be closing. Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? That's a salesman's desk you're sitting at. It says it's a salesman on your on your shirt. 
you don't, you're not a fucking salesman. You're never gonna be a fucking salesman. Like that's that's what it was like. And I would have to. Does that hurt people's I was like, feelings? I need to be a sales manager. I could do that kind of. Stuff. <laughs> Does that hurt people's feelings? Like if you told me you're never gonna be a salesman, I'd be like, yeah, I'm never gonna be a miner right, so, either. This wasn't really my. So let me tell you why. Let me tell you why that hurts your feelings. So the other thing you have to keep in mind, you know this. Okay, so maybe you could relate to this. I know you've worked crazy long hours. Yep. And so so the the not since last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm, but I mean, in like an office environment. Mm-hmm. So the car dealership is a bunch of dudes, first of all, hanging out. It was like a cool kid club of like guys who have been there for a year or more. And you know, we've seen in that time, the group of us have seen many come and go. So we're kind of a group. And you know, it's it's it, it's really hard to come in there as a salesman. But the hours that we would work, it would be twelve-hour days generally. You, you could work a nine-hour day, but if you didn't stay those extra three hours, you're in your time. So it's 12-hour days, six days a week, and 50% of the time I came in on sun, on my off day as well. So it was seven days a week, 12 hours a day, so 96-hour weeks. And, you know, when you're working that closely with that group of people and you're spending 96 hours a week to try to be something and you see that you're you're becoming it because – you can see, I can t- I can look at a guy and see a salesman, and I can look at a guy and see somebody who's not going to be selling mattresses much longer. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference. You can see it. And you know, if you wanted to be one of those guys, you wanted to be considered a salesman. When the manager said, "Who are my assassins?" Raise your hands. And you know, you knew to raise your fucking hand because you were an assassin. <laughs> I knew I, that's that's what I, that's that's where the name assassin came from. That's what my manager called me. That's and and then there became more assassins. Wait, are you like, known as an assassin in circles? Because I don't call you that. No, only in the car sales. Uh, like, that's uh, where assassin came from. Do you, <laughs> from and do you like, want us to refer to you as assassin? No, please. My other friends no. call me ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He didn't literally refer to me as assassin. He referred to. My title, it was like a title. It was like what I was. Because I could sell 20 cars a month. If you could sell 20 cars a month, that's what it meant. It, mean, it meant that that you weren't just meeting a lot of customers, you were closing a high percentage. If you could close it at that, if you could hit those high percentage marks and then you were making, you know, high profit marks at the same time, you know, he considered you like, you know, a, a real an salesman. An assassin. An assassin. Did you guys have so, a creed? Did you. <laughs> Like special garb that you wore, you get a sash. <laughs> uh, I I think my manager's creed was mo money, mo problems, mo pussy, <laughs> something like that. This, my manager was the coolest guy ever. He was a fifty uh, fifty five year old uh, black guy from Detroit. He was my best friend for like a year. He uh, he he had the worst life outside of work you can imagine. Just a real alcoholic outside of work. Never drank on the job. Um, but but he spent all of his money on strip clubs and he made on a rough month ten thousand dollars a month. And as a salesman, you don't have any overhead generally because you know you're not out having a good time. You're selling cars all the time. So he had ten grand a month cash that he could do whatever he wanted, and it went to strippers and prostitutes, and they were always showing up at the at the dealership, and it was just a whole mess. But this guy could walk up to you and shake your hand, and he could be your friend so fast it was scary. He was just such a lovable-looking guy, and he was so friendly. I'll tell you, he looked like um, from the uh, from the Cosby's. 
No, 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 no. Bill Cosby? Let me ask you something. Family uh, Matters, Family Matters. That, that's uh, like this oh, oh, Carl Winslow? <laughs> Carl Winslow. It, it, he's fucking Carl Winslow, but not as fat and, uh, and, and, and a taller guy. It's no, fucking Carl about... Winslow. And when Carl Winslow, like, comes up to you and shakes your hand and puts his arm around you and asks, what are we going to do today, sir? What are we going to do? I know what we're going to do. We're going to put you in that nice new car over there. Come on. And it was just like, holy shit, Peyton don't give a fuck. And, like, you know, <laughs> the guy, I, I sold, the guy sold 47 cars one month. Wow. So made. That's what were you saying, Wayne? Uh, I was there thinking, like, how many times he goes, hey, Mr. Assassin, I got two I got two bitches and only one dick. Can you help me out here? A few times. <laughs> a few times he said that. He, he said that to me. Um, right. Peyton. His uh, his ex-wife was leeching him for money so badly that uh, when he won the lottery, I had to go cash his ticket for him so she couldn't get the money. <laughs> wow. She uh, the, his car was registered in her name, so she got the new license plates. You know when they came out, so she was hold, she was like uh, extorting him for the plates. She was like, "Give me five grand, I'll give you the plates." And he's like, "Fuck." He doesn't have a choice because it's registered in her name. Did he have a lot of money? He he sold a lot of cars, so he he was living paycheck to paycheck. But I, yeah, I don't know what a good car salesman makes. How do you live paycheck to paycheck on ten grand a month? Oh, is that what you oh, said? Ten grand much a month? More, no, that was that was like a really bad month. He made between ten and fifty thousand dollars a month, generally somewhere around thirty. Yeah, he's living 35. paycheck to paycheck, huh? Paycheck to paycheck. See, that's that. the situation I'm describing. How insane it is that somebody who's got thirty, thirty-five grand yeah. a month is is paycheck to paycheck. I've it's, seen it. It's, I saw a guy make more than that. So uh, he made just over 500 a year. So call it roughly 50k a month. You know, standard. And uh, um, this guy, yeah, he was a uh, surgeon, and he managed his money so poorly, he lived paycheck to paycheck. Sweet paycheck. What do you do? Wipe your ass with hundred dollar bills? How do you manage money that poorly? I'll tell you exactly how you manage money. And and literally, the guy would be borrowing money from me. That's a thing that happened one time. Okay, and and I did I, I did pretty well, but. He shouldn't have been borrowing money from me. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he's making forty percent of what you made every time. He, <laughs> he w- because his money oh. went to women and and uh, and probably probably. Well, me. booze is expensive, and hookers are probably. He probably had a fine taste in women. He did. So, dude, these these ladies would occasionally show up at the dealership, like like, and and he would like put them in like a Mercedes or something, and let them take it for like a three day test drive or something like that, and. They would be like, no, they, you wouldn't marry these women. But these are like your typical like, cra- like super hot blonde bimbo types with like massive fake boobs and. What and happens just... to the women that you wouldn't marry? They become <laughs> someone women else that you would. Born again Christians. Someone else will marry them. I said I wouldn't marry them. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> marry this woman. You know, she's used. Her value is all gone. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like it, that's a human there. Just it's not one not, worthy of you, I guess. It's, Although, it's not that I feel that she's used up. It's just that I feel that like that appearance when 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 you've got like double D breasts and like no waist and like a huge ass and you're basically like a cartoonized female. It, I, I would have a hard time be seeing that others would take my wife seriously if I was married to a cartoon character like that. Some guys may be cool with that. They're just a different group of guys. They're probably they probably wear totally sleeveless leather shirts. Is and... that what you're saying? That because <laughs> she's a Playboy model, you're concerned that she's not not there? a Playboy model. I'm talking about extreme, like like stripper, like like like, like super giant fake breasted stripper. Yeah, like Playboy models aren't like to the yeah. they are to the extreme. There's like yeah, not anymore. 
they're they're the, those women's the women that Kyle is describing, as I understand, it, are just like caricatures. They're just yeah, like absolutely. insane. Like they're I like superheroes. Seen a Playboy in some time, but I remember Anna Nicole Smith. Anna Nicole Smith, and she sounds like the, uh, the kind of person <sighs> that Kyle's talking about. Yeah, but don't they end up becoming what the kind of person Anna Nicole Smith end up becoming without I, the money? I don't know what <laughs> happens to them. Would you say, Kyle? She was a Playboy when she was hot. And Nicole Smith? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. he was talking about the death and drugs. Were you talking about uh, the weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You, I, yeah. Yeah, was... yeah, she got heavy Wait, at the end and, 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 and all fucked up. Remember when she went on the Howard Stern show and I think she let Benji go down on her? No. What? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> so that's a thing. All right, well... <laughs> I'm, 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 like, I'm guessing that was towards the end. Huh? I'm, like, the whole... I'm, I'm like 87%. No, that's like four or five, four years ago. I'm I like really 87 like the way percent sure that happened. The conversation has evolved from, hey, Twitter messed up their blocking to, yep, Benji went down on Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> Just like, natural like, flow. Like <laughs> I'm 87% sure that one of Howard Stern's flunkies went down on Anna Nicole Smith in like a back room on e-television and you could hear her moaning on the mic. Wow. That's good. 80. That's good radio right there. God, that was TV, <laughs> dude. That was when E was filming his show. Oh right. Yeah, this is like four years ago. Hmm. What are you gonna say? That's Howard is the king of all media, dude. I've started. How does he do it? How is he? How is he still making so much money in radio? Like people <laughs> are like, oh, radio's got a serious deal now. He's right. got. He has channel one hundred and channel one hundred and one. I'm pretty sure he he owns a significant portion of Sirius now, I would think. I bet he's got some serious uh, hold of them, because <laughs> they do pretty much anything he wants, and he gets away with anything and everything. Mm-hmm. It's funny to see him start an interview. He'll start with, hey there, come on in here. Ooh, those big old titties. <laughs> those are <laughs> nice. Some lovely breasts you have, my dear. How are you doing? I'm fine, yeah. How nice to meet you. And you're just like, what the fuck? The he opened with nice titties. He's a genius <laughs> at like establishing a certain, you know, no barrier conversation style, right? People who would <laughs> normally be reserved just are like, you know what? Yeah, it's true. You know, I, I do enjoy this, this, and nothing beats a <laughs> vibrating rabbit. And yeah, you're like, oh my god, Jennifer Aniston just opened up, but it happened. It happens almost every time. He'll yes. have, he, he had um, what's the guy who played on on Roseanne? Um, who the played guy the guy? Who played Dan Tom, yeah. not Tom Arnold. No, that's uh, John Goodman. Was, John Goodman was yeah. on like yesterday, and he had John Goodman talking about when he was an alcoholic and was getting in fights and stuff like that. And it's just like, wow, you took John Goodman down a dark road. We could have <laughs> talked about, oh brother, where art thou? <laughs> John He's Goodman, talking. man, that guy. He looks like he could punch really hard. He's, That's yeah, he's got some, he's got the beer strength. He's got beer old man beer strength. His he horns look he, like calves. He's ridiculous. He said he didn't like to fight. He um he had John Goodman talking about when when Bruce Willis was bartending and John Goodman was hanging out with him and like a couple other like A list celebrities from that time period. And he, he was like, How much pussy did Bruce Willis get? I bet he got crazy pussy, like even before he's famous, right? Because he's you know, so he's so fucking good looking. He's like yeah, oh yeah, oh, just pussy every night, all the time. <laughs> and, just like, and you're just like, okay, that's good to know. Bruce Willis got a lot of pussy back in the day. Yeah, back when he had hair, he was quite the, uh, <laughs> he was the romantic lead, not the action hero. Yeah. 
when you lose your hair, you either go evil or uh, more action. Or you see what Travolta's you see what Travolta's doing now. All he's either he's almost a villain in everything. Huh. You know, I, I was thinking about uh, who was his name? Paul Cranston, who played Walter White in Breaking Bad. Brian uh, Cranston. Brian Cranston. All right, Brian Cranston undeniably did a masterful job in Breaking Bad. It was next level. That guy was incredible. Now, Anthony Hopkins said it was the best acting he'd ever seen. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins said that. That guy's like an old school Hollywood. He's theatrically trained, Oscar winning, badass. There are a couple guys like him, Tom Hanks, um, who's the one? Jack Nicholas, who were just kind of held above as like, whoa, these guys got acting chops. And he's saying Brian Cranston has acting chops. I would have never guessed from his Malcolm in the Middle days that he had that kind of range, right? I wonder how talented these people are who are getting these roles, right? It's 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 easy to knock them as, like, no talent, whatever. You know, they're just silly sitcom actors. I wonder what they have. Like, you know the um, the Buffy episode where they all, like, participated in a musical? Yes, it was excellent. It turns out everyone on the cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer sings. They've well, all had vocal training at some point. Yes, they've all had vocal training, and it's Sarah showed... Michelle Geller is hitting notes that you would expect, you know, from like Taylor Swift or someone. Yeah, like, like a perfect. They're like, really good. Whoa! All these people are very talented. All these people could be on Glee. Practically, <laughs> yeah, right? so... you know, and and, and you know, especially and that the British guy, the Spike character. That guy was amazing. Yes, all of them. It turns mm-hmm. out. The Malcolm in the Middle, Dad, can be the uh, freaking Walter White. Are there other talents in there? Like, is if I had ten years to, who's the chubby guy on How I Met Your Mother? What's his name? He's tall, also. I've never even seen the show. Oh uh, yeah, um, he's a big guy. Um, he's actually taken up a serious role. That I oh god, I just saw it on Reddit the uh, other day. Is it the guy that's in all the Judd Apatow movies? I wouldn't know that. I don't know. Uh. But anyway, yeah. If I take that, you know, chubby, funny guy from How I Met Your Mother and drop him in some really serious role where he plays a villain and shaves his head, does he have the acting chops too? Like, I wonder how much talent these people have to get these roles. It's it's impressive to me. And, and, and like, is that just the, the par for the course, you know, where you have to be Brian Cranston to even land the position of Malcolm in the Middle's dad? Maybe so. Brian Cranston is incredible though, and I like to see that he's like getting a lot of big um, movie roles now. So he was he did that thing. He was in Argo with uh, uh, with um, um the, who's our new Batman again? Um, oh, was, the good-looking guy who's friends with Matt ben Damon. Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck, yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. He was uh, he was in Argo with Ben Affleck and did a good job. And I, he's going to be in the new Godzilla movie. I think he's one of the main characters in the new Godzilla movie, which looks yeah, this crazy good. Brian Cranston. Good. I feel like the role of Walter White might haunt him, just like Ashley no. haunts Bruce Campbell. No, I don't think so. I think he left that so big, he made so much fucking money, and now he's done like three big blockbuster movies in a row where he's had had one role or another. Yeah, like he's already he he's already gold. cashed in on Walter White. Like he's yeah. cashed in multiple times. Woody, did you mean Jason? I'm not Siegel? talking about cash. I'm talking about like you just yeah, never did anything else. Is that who I meant? He is. He's already doing stuff, though. That's he's going to play uh, David Foster Wallace. Oh. Jason Siegel is uh, signed on to play the uh, the racist <laughs> Alabama governor, I believe, right? Ooh, oh, really? Nice. Oh, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. That will be interesting to see. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate an actor with range. You know who I see now? Like, if he's in a movie, I want to see it because he only picks movies that are going to be special. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Oh, that's an easy mm-hmm. pick. I thought you would go with Leonardo DiCaprio. Is like almost. It's like ninety five percent of his movies are really good movies. He's only most made like movies two bad movies. Swayze movies, though. It, Not wait. most of them, no. Wait, what did you say? Swayze movies. Martin Scorsese. Oh, Martin Scorsese. Uh, yeah, he just did um. Who's the Reservoir Dogs guy? Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he did a uh, Django Chain, but I'm just saying, like, he does a lot of Scorsese stuff. He's almost like the new Robert De Niro. Huh. Yeah, Robert yeah. De Niro is getting old. He's in there. Yeah. Uh, suck. My girlfriend made me watch Men in Black Three, and I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't bear seeing Tommy Lee Jones like that. He's really fucking old. I was Have just like, seen... oh, Tommy Lee. Stop okay, it. so so if you want to see the last good movie. <laughs> But, all right, not the last good movie, but the last time you're ever going to see Robert De Niro look good or as good as he's going to look, watch uh, – he just had a movie that came out with John Travolta, and I don't know how much makeup they're putting on these guys. Or maybe they're filming in, like, negative – maybe they're all upside down with Velcro shoes and, like, gravity's pulling everything down. De Niro looks 55 to 60, and uh, Travolta looks 45. Hmm. And they are both like 20, 25 years past that. And that they, it's literally an action movie where the two of them hunt each other in the woods with like bows and arrows. And like they keep capturing one of one another and like torturing each other and then escaping the other one and reversing the role. And that happens like six times throughout the movie. It's 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 not a bad movie. It's not a good movie either. Let me ask you this, since real movies. Did you see The Hobbit today? I have not oh, seen The Hobbit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm see going, that movie. I'm gonna see I, the heck. I, I, I was going to go today, but I'm like, shit. I got painkiller. <laughs> I want yeah. to run into it. I like matinees because I get better seats. But um, dude, I'm excited about the Hobbit. Dude, fuck uh, yeah, the Hobbit came out. Long. We are in a golden I was in the age. Ninth grade, wanting to see this on a movie. Golden fuck man, age. fuck man. The Hobbit's coming out. The Hobbit comes out. It's out. That is going to be awesome. Uh, should I watch it in 3D? Should I watch it? I really appreciate sharp, crisp, excellent videography. And when I watch things in 3D too often, it feels blurry to me. Like, I'm not digging I get headaches. Uh, yeah, and I feel like there's some sort of eye strain, and this is a long movie, so be careful. Do you really want to watch, you know, this three-hour thing in uh, in, in 3D? Not, I don't watch it in 3D. You know, the idea, I want the 2D theater, and I want the seats that recline. But the thing is, I watched Gravity in 2D, because that's my preferred format, and I'm told Lord. I really missed out, right? It, it's supposed it, to be... It may be the only movie I've ever seen that definitely required it. That 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 I was I was like, man, this movie is made for 3D. Like like that's what this is about. I don't think The Hobbit's gonna be that. I might watch Hobbit in 3D when it comes out in home theater, and I've got some <laughs> fancy 4K TV for it or something. You know, my, <laughs> one of my friends went and saw it. She said that it was it was uh, it was more adult and darker than the first one. She said she, she didn't think kids. She thought kids might not even like it. But <laughs> Hope's not a kid anymore. Sugar. Hope is my oh. movie buddy, man. I really <laughs> violence and blood is what I wanted as a kid. I think that's what we're. I, I, I don't mean to turn this about me, but I mean just for a second. Um, like I see people like talking about, oh my god, what he's just making two videos a week now. He's in some dark place, financial straits. No, bitch, things are good, and uh, and I'm just, I'm excited. <laughs> Hope sits right there and does her homework, and Colin sits right there and he plays video games, and we are together and we are a pack. 
And money, like, I don't mean to be a douche about it or anything. Money's not a problem, bitch. And, um, you know, so. <laughs> I just love how Woody adds bitch. That's my favorite part. Where he just adds bitch as a diminutive, just, nah, bitch. Don't even worry about that. <laughs> That's great. I love yeah, it. I don't, don't even sweat that. Um, you know, it, so he, it all stems from this. Man, I want to get back to The Hobbit. But um, when I was 19 or something, I started working with my father in his accounting office. And my father works so much. He worked all the time. This is, I've said it before. This guy, I've seen him work 60 hours in three days, right? Process that, right? 60 Dear hours. God. In, yeah. So um, – as a teenager, especially like during school, which was during tax season because he was an accountant, he, he was – I don't want to call him absentee because he was working and he was doing his thing for the family or whatever. But he wasn't really hands-on, right? He was at the office. And on top of his huge work schedule, he drove an hour and a half to work every day and an hour and a half home. So it would be like three hours wrapped on a, you know, on like a 15-hour workday already. Giant. Whenever he was awake, he was working you know, pretty much all school year. So, um, isn't this the guy that was like the you know the pogo champion in the back in the bedroom? Yeah, I remember he talked about that too. I, <laughs> like these things that like where did you find the time at? Yeah, I, he would go to the office. I remember uh, I had a coworker also working for my dad, and this guy is like, "Oh, Stan, you don't understand. You know, I've got younger kids. They take more effort. You know, than, than like you know your youngest son. He's he's here working with you. He's nineteen, twenty years old. My youngest son, he's seven. And I have to come home, and, and it's like a tremendous amount of – like I have a home job as well. Your home job's complete. And my father's like, I got a home job. I got a woman that takes a lot of loving. You couldn't hack it. <laughs> and it's like, go, Dad. So I think I'm just now starting to really flesh out the nature of your parents' sex life. And it's taken a while. And, and it's not for lack of you being shy, uh, you know, open about it either. Yeah. I, I think we finally figured out that your mother just required a lot of attention. <laughs> so you know, he, you know, he's like, yeah, I go home, I got to pull another shift. So, uh, so yeah, anyway. But my thing is, when I worked with my father, when I worked beside him, it took our relationship to the next level. And I feel like I am just now learning that and starting to do it with my own kids. I would say I was not as close to Colin a year ago as I am right now. And a big part of it is, you know, we had this shared activity, this, this Minecraft thing. Hope, hope, um, I shouldn't, I should, hope may have gotten a bad grade in Spanish. So, fuck it. You sit right there, you do your homework, you know, and now you're part of, of, of my team, right? I've got a giant desk. This thing is like eight It's as long as a bed. I think it's 11 feet long. I don't know. I'd have to measure it. It's 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 much longer than a bed. No, it's longer than a bed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So you know, like, there's a bed on top of yeah, it. Yeah, no, you could you could definitely sleep like three people on this desk. So um, so there's room. Colin, Hope, me in the middle. I get all the monitors, and uh, and you know they both have laptops on either side of me. One's playing, one's doing homework, and um, it's good. And my relationship with Hope is is like I don't want to act like improving like it was all wrecked or something, but. 
shared time is a good thing. And um, and Hope is my movie buddy, which is where we got on this topic. Tomorrow, I'm going to lasso that girl. I'm going to drag her to The Hobbit. I'm going to buy her some popcorn, and we're going to do our thing. I'm psyched about it. He's going to splurge. It's one of his splurge days. Oh, yeah. No cabs, jujubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. Hope you want Twizzlers? Don't even worry about 50 it. today, Hope. We can do that. I got you covered, girl. You want a slushy? I got slushies for days. <laughs> but uh, is the Hobbit in uh, they have P forty eight frames per fucking second? Is it? Oh, that's yeah. oh yeah. I don't think it's forty eight frames where I typically go to the movie theater. So that might be something we want to investigate. I, the uh, the place I go is the biggest IMAX theater in, screen in Georgia. It's awesome. Hmm. Crocs living at the beach. Crocs you, living at this crocodile. I, I said it rocks living at Myrtle Beach because oh, you got big skins there. Biggest IMAX in South Carolina. Nice. Mm. I, so I live in an area that's rapidly growing, which means that almost all the infrastructure here and all the buildings and stuff are pretty new. But I do think our movie theater is like six years old or something, and and that might be too old for four. First years. world problem. This is the this is the worst <laughs> one ever. Ooh, bad one. My movie theater can't do forty eight frames a second. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> New house, fuck this. <laughs> it's time to move on. But um, but yeah. So so anyway, I'm gonna grab my movie buddy and uh, and we're gonna do our thing. It's gonna be fun. Hmm. What's the advantage of 48 frames per second on a movie? It's smoother. And if you watch The Hobbit in particular, they do a lot of these like overhead glide cam helicopter shots, like of people mm-hmm. running. And the scenery at 24 frames per second is visibly kind of like, you know, I don't know if it's blurring or stuttering. It's stuttering. Yeah. yeah. You see it in helicopter shots a lot when they're flying over uh, grasslands and stuff. You'll see it a little. Yeah. And the entire Mm -hmm. landscape is like boop, 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 boop. And, um, but if you watch it in 48 frames per second, it slides nice and and you can really track it. I don't don't see like traveling the extra distance worth that little slide because it's like, and you really get that much from those those like overhead shots like that? I'm I've never made a video anywhere near like Hobbit level or something, but I read about it all the time. I'm, it's like a passion of mine. I, like I I feel like I'm one of those people that's really really into music but sucks at playing it. That's me with movies. You know, I I, I with a lot of the bookmarks on my like. You know, landing page in Chrome have to do with like movie making and technology and cameras and and uh, you know I would I've just never seen the 48 frames per second movie and I want to so mm. I've seen snippets online where they can show the difference between the two because that it's the kind of website I go to but um, you know I, I want to see a whole movie in 48 frames per second we'll see if it's nearby we'll go if it's like an hour away we'll watch it in 24. Downgrading. You're downgrading. It's like, it's like, it's like settling Ooh. for console gaming when you could have When you could have a PC, it's like trying to get Arma 3 to run on a PS4 when you could have it on a Titan. I'm not throwing my hat in with Lefty. That 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 mentality needs to die with people. That you can you either do the the minimum work or the maximum work. There there's a middle point with everything. And I th- I'm sure that The Hobbit is in that middle point where it's okay to watch it at 24 you, frames a do second. Do you hear this, Woody? You hear this, Woody? You got you got wings agreeing with you here. Yeah, wings I feel like you're right settle, now, just settle for 24 frames. Wings, I never realized how intelligent you were until just now. <laughs> <laughs> Man's a goddamn genius. <laughs> oh. See how it is. That's fine. Uh, oh, console gaming. 
We were talking about this a little bit before the show. Go ahead, started. you guys talk about it, please. Yeah, I'm turning yeah. my headphones off. You know Let what? Me, I'll be right back. I'm gonna get water. Please, I'll be super I fixed fast. my PS4 problem. Right what PS4 problem? Two of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the PS4 is a controller only lasts like five hours when playing. Mm. So you, I bought a second one and just change it out. Oh, there you go. That's practical, right? <laughs> that way I can play for ten hours straight. That way I don't hey, need to hey, wear back charging I ain't batteries and going on the outside. I'm just saying that it has happened a few times. <laughs> <laughs> you, let me ask you this: Have you ever played so long that you changed the batteries tw- that you went from controller A to controller B and then back to controller A? Kyle, Kyle, you're talking to the first tenth prestige of Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> there was times where I put band-aids on my fingers to cover blisters. <laughs> I know that's a that's a dark time in your life. <laughs> um, oh, so wait. I, I, as I was leaving, you said you fixed your PS4 problem. Is that since we started the show? No, no. Like the problem I had was the controller sucks for battery life, so I went and bought a second one. Okay. All right. Have you fixed your uh, your capturing problem? Because I don't mean to be. Um, I'm going to try to actually be constructive. Uh, actual constructive criticism, by the way, not just being a dick. And you know, let shield the, yourself on constructive you, criticism. Lefty, every you, every bit of criticism you reclassify as hate. What's wrong with <laughs> you? Uh, uh, it's all constructive, man. You can't even, uh, everything I say. Mommy and daddy said I was important. I was special. <laughs> People should listen to me. This is the problem, Lefty. Uh, okay, because I noticed that it looks like the frame rate there was. It, it, it dropped frames frame because I have it okay. wired through like four or five different mediums. Ah, okay. Well, then I know. And, and I, every time Sony puts a patch out, I'm like, is this the HDCP patch? Please be so. They haven't patched it out yet? No, they're not. They haven't. You know, there's got to be some accountability of, yeah, we'll patch this out, patch this out to, like, well, when? I, I don't, I, from where's the word on the street is, March. March? March. That. No. That's ne- Holy smokes. That's not a promise, then. That's a maybe we'll get to it one day. Screw you, son. It's just, it doesn't seem like the top tier of their list. Like, all right, these it YouTube guys like, need it, it sounds but like nobody else does. It sounds to me like they're not just going to patch it, but they're going to re- they're going to introduce the PlayStation 4 Slim at the same time, which will come which will come without it. Like, that's how far away that is. March mm-hmm. is when they could drop some mm-hmm. Slim version or something. I mean, like, I've done everything in my power to get it better, and, like, in some videos it, it, it runs smoother. But, like, I, I've looked at it, I'm like, is this my PC? I'm like, no, it gonna, can't be. Because okay. I can put Xbox One footage and it won't do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to do different color packs and stuff for the new consoles? That's what I want to see. I don't think Xbox would do it, but I think I bought oh, what you, Sony would. This thing Sony, is Sony doing to what? strip it, too. Like, yeah. like, uh, like multicolored PlayStations. Oh, okay. You know... I saw I saw one uh, on on Reddit. It was uh, brushed. Uh, what was it? Steel, I want to say. I saw a carbon it... fiber one or something it was like brushed carbon fiber thing. Yeah, those but things was, look really cool. It was like really cool, and uh, that's all got to be a custom job, right? That's not yeah. like special edition Sony gave out to special people. You know so. what? I'll just put stickers on my motherfucking keep it generic black. I'm gonna sign mine. It'll be signed by Woody's Gamer Tag. Get some. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be pouting it in your videos like, hey, this is a special edition PlayStation 4 signed by Woody's Gamertag. It's <laughs> mine. I got it. <laughs> that, that would be, isn't that the most obnoxious thing you could ever do is like, what if you just signed all your belongings? Like like you were wearing a white t-shirt <laughs> that signed by you. 
like if you were gonna make like a, a an alter ego who was who was just a douchebag, like that's one of the things you do. That's like a Kanye West. Movie. That's a perfect. Woody needs a Kanye West like alter ego. Because <laughs> he's already got it down with the uh uh-uh, uh bitch. He just needs to roll that into an alter ego that wears sunglasses inside or something, wears chains, and walks around his house yeah. like yeah I'm pimp of the pimp of the month, whatever. <laughs> And I, you know, I own this as my special Steve. edition. Exactly, right? Do yeah. one of those scumbag Steve hats. That would that would do it. <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that. I hate when they. <laughs> <laughs> this is so... great advice, friends. <laughs> you could do a series where you give like shitty advice wearing the scumbag <laughs> Steve hat. <laughs> like just, red, just do it. Do like it. Red Mallard stuff. Like right. Red uh, Mallard like advice. the antithesis to Mail Monday. Take some of the letters that you get from Mail Monday and give bad sexual advice <laughs> wearing the scumbag Steve. That outfit. was my whole premise of Phil Friday. Well, look, first of all, you don't if need any glue. Scrolling, you go ahead and natural, don't you? What's Just ram it in there. Hmm. Yeah, that would be great. Some scumbag you know, Steve advice. It fits like a key, Bobby. You should go, probably go ahead and invest in some locksmith in there. This, I think this would be a better character for you, though, Wings. <laughs> I've already done this. I did this on Fell Friday where I just gave horrible advice. So, all right, so think about it. Most evil villains have shaved heads now. You look a little bit like uh, Fisk from uh, you know the Kingpin. You look a little bit like the Kingpin. Like if you had a white suit <laughs> and you shaved your head completely, you look a little bit like the fucking Kingpin, man. <laughs> I'm remembering a, I'm remembering the, the the Kingpin version from the afternoon Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Car- cartoons. Yep, me too. Yeah. Yep. He yeah, had the purple like turtleneck thing under the white double-breasted wings. You got yeah, huge it. guy. Really, like, like, like he would beat the shit out of Spider-Man every now and then. It was great. Wings, you're gonna need because to transition to a new topic that that I think we could talk about a little bit. Wings, if you're gonna need non-gaming content for the future of your YouTube channel, a series where you're the kingpin worked perfectly. My hands fucking white. <laughs> <laughs> This is so. This that's a wingsism, guys. That was was a wings moment. That's what I call those. So, so I told the one about when when we were all sitting there talking about like ballet shoes or whatever, and he randomly goes, "What would it be like to have a twelve-inch cock?" and like holds up a tape measure. (laughs) That's a wings moment. You forgot the rest of them. Like, dude, you had to have like a halo or some shit every time you get around sexy women. Scared you have a heart attack. Four hundred pound guy, twelve-inch cock. So yeah. why are you so why are you so like mystified by your hand being white? It just looked at it like I look at my face. My face has somewhat of a suntan, mm-hmm. but then here comes this big old white hand. Put your hand on your face though, and and then they'll have the same lighting. Wings, you know if your hand is bigger than your face, you have cancer. Did you know that? <laughs> Where did that come from, Lefty? It's the thing we used to do it in high school. You'd be like, if your hand's bigger you than your face, the face, you have cancer, and then, and then you just the, boop. God damn it, this camera's taking forever. So then you put this thing here and you go, smack him. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just shitty. <laughs> if you hit him too hard, you would break their nose and then you'd be in real deep shit. But don't do that, kids. Don't don't go around hitting people in the face. So that topic was console gaming. Yeah, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we talk about console gaming. At the start of the show, Kyle and Wings were having a console gaming revelation of some sort. Ooh. Yes. Are you yeah, going to I think say I, in public what you've said in private? 
Yeah, yeah, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with it. I think I'm done with console gaming. I think this this generation of gaming consoles has has so underwhelmed me that it, it, there is no other clear road than to go to the PC because I have a very nice gaming PC and it's sitting unhooked. It's not it doesn't even have a monitor hooked to it. It's sitting in the corner of my bedroom right now. I need to hook that motherfucker up and and try to learn how to you know mod Skyrim so that I'm playing on the most beautiful Skyrim I can play on with you know maxed out settings and just go into a magical world with about three or four monitors and it's gonna be a great time. I want to play some Fallout and get into that. You Dude, you sold me. Fallout Four is coming out. They've already it's it's leaked on Kotaku. Some of the uh, the, the the scripts uh, and the uh, when's it coming um, out? The, there's they haven't even. Uh, um, so it could be 2015 for all we know. Yeah, yeah, Bethesda yeah. hasn't even. Or what, is it Bethesda? It's not announced. That's what I. That's what I was hesitating. I wasn't. I didn't know it, it was could Bethesda's. be Duke Nukem for all we know. No, uh, but but one of the lines was war. The opening line is war. War never changes, which is the opening line of every Fallout game. So, but died. if you were if you were a prankster, like it turned out that uh, that that one countdown site was. You know, you would know that as a Fallout fan, and you could spoof any script to be like, "War, war never changes." And then Bernie goes to, you know, Bernie dies, and then they take him to the to Aruba and pretend to be that he's alive. When I said it could be Duke Nukem, I meant the development schedule. It could be fourteen oh, yeah. years away. Not not that it could be a different game. I don't, I don't think they would I, it, do it's that. about time for another one. They've, there's there's been a lot of hype about it. And there's I really hope it's coming out next year. That's what I'm most excited about in gaming is is Fallout 4, it's they they the leak claims that it's based in Boston, where a few months ago someone, I, I guess they said uh, one of the Bethesda employees was spotted like scouting shots in MIT. Yeah, so yeah, there's gonna be like a computer nerd MIT gang. You know what's gonna happen. You <laughs> <laughs> go to MIT and be busting them up. But, <clears throat> but I think that would be a really cool um, setting for the next Fallout Boston. Then you could do your accent wings. You could do your Bostonian accent, doing yeah. your fa- doing some. Fallout. You could do a let's play as like a Boston guy playing Fallout, or you could climb it right. Fallout. Yeah, climb <laughs> it right. Gonna go, gonna go hit some slags. I could have made it. I almost made a really, just really, really, really bad joke, and I didn't. So thankfully. wait, before the show, oh, was it racist based? Is that why you didn't? See no, uh, it, it it takes place in Boston, and Boston. There's a fallout. It's a nuclear bomb Let the S's flow through, and... Lefty. Nobody will judge you. No, no, everybody will judge me. That's the thing. Uh, wait, wait, it's a... Is it a Lozon joke? It, no, it's a, it's a bomb joke. Oh, oh, a Boston bomber-related yeah. joke type thing. I see. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Say it. You've, Woody finished it. Woody, Woody's yeah. a bad guy. It took me a second to even put it all together. I see where it could have gone. Applesauce, bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I got... I, I have, I have a bunch of topics like brimming out of me right now. But Lozon fights tomorrow. I watched him at the. Uh, he looked good at the weigh-ins. I know that um, he's been lighter through this trading camp, so he should have an easier cut. But um, I'm did saying he have a hard on at the weigh-ins. No, he did not. Uh, people... He should have. <laughs> really psyched his opponent out. We watched a weigh-in uh, a while ago. It wasn't Lozon. I forget the guy's name, but yeah, he pretty much was rocking at least half a stiffy. As, as the guy went, he was he was like he wasn't in Lozon's weight class either. But anyway, yeah, he was a his little guy and he was rocking a stiffy. I'm, 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 if I ever become a professional fighter, I'm gonna get a cow boss and just stick it in my pants on the way in. <laughs> Some guys that wouldn't be weight. smart because you'd have to account for that in weight. So you lose that weight. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, but, but nobody would judge you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you had a rage. They would think you had a raging hard on it, seeing another dude in underwear at a at a. No, they wouldn't judge you at all for that. <laughs> Nothing gets me harder than being up here in front of all you dudes in my underwear. Uh, but he's he's the first fight on the main card, and uh, I. Yeah, I I hope he crushes. I, is it a is it a pay per view? No, it on it's on Fox this time. Ooh, all right. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Uh, if you're watching this, it's tonight. You know, for me, it's mm-hmm. tomorrow night. It's Saturday, and he's the first fight on the Fox card. So uh, it's him against Mac Danzig. So it'll be an awesome fight. Uh, I feel a little sorry for Mac, but it's got to be done. Now, what happened? I remember I watched the fight, Joe's last fight, and. What was the what was the reason he didn't fare as well as yeah, he probably no, would I'd have remember looked. it if that happened. No, that never happened. No, didn't no. Happen. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, no. Okay. He's completely recovered from that. Like, is he ready to go? Uh, I want to ask this question yeah. since you talked to him more than me. Do you think he could beat that guy he lost to last time if he had to face him again? Yes, yes, I think so. I think um, the guy was the guy was left-handed and it's super difficult. And and what happened is in the first round the guy got a uh, perfect punch in. Fighters don't call it lucky punches. Lucky punches are the result of lots of training and spotting opportunities, you know, the second they arrive. That's not lucky is what I'm trying to say. But um, early in the first round, the guy got Joe good. And, um, you know, from then on forward, that guy was a little quicker, Joe was a little slower, and that gap just spreads. So Joe once described fighting as like a, a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat game. But the only difference is, like, when your health is is almost at the end of a fighting game, you still get to do all your stuff at full speed. But in real life, when you fight, as your health meter drops and you get you know closer and closer to being woozy and and dropping, your skill and your enthusiasm and how much you know oomph you can put into your punches that also drops. And that guy managed to just you know knock Joe's health bar off by a third right at the start of the fight, and uh, it went his way for the rest of it. Um, so, Did but, Joe yeah. win the second round? I had him winning all three rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I that second round was the closest round. Um, yeah, the second round was the closest round, but the judges had Joe losing all three rounds. So uh, it, it, that night is in the past, and tomorrow night, or tonight if you're watching this, is in the now. He's going to beat the shit out of that dude. Poor Mac Danzig is going to get rocked because he ran into the Joe Lozon train. That's the deal. Going down, Mac Danzig. Mm-hmm. Wherever <laughs> yeah. the hell you are. Don't, Don't worry, Joe. I got some gifts for you if you lose tomorrow night because those motivational gifts you sent me during the boot camp. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. Wings, you need to get Joe Lozon on, like, Skype or something or in a Google Hangout, and if he loses, you have to have the sad music from the Hulk ready to play. <laughs> That's what you need to do. If he loses, you need Joe, Joe, I got you. I got you. Uh, well, and then, like, you, get call, and then you start playing it. I'd like to be able to take, like, the like the after-fight interview and just play the Hulk music over it as, a, as like, an upload. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did Joe send you some troll gifts? Oh, you said Kyle something. It was like this girl. That just girl had to be like seven, eight, nine hundred pounds. I mean, this. Just oh God, yes, huge it, girl. It was this gift of like I don't know it, what it was. It was like the world's fattest person or something, and it was horrifying because it was like a there was a head sticking out of like a blob, and yeah, it's it, and you could tell it, it didn't was a look skeleton. real. It, did, it looked awful. It looked horrifying. I deleted it. 
I was like, I would shoot that thing. I mean, that, that thing would be <laughs> to get me. You know what it looked like? Wings, it's a whatever, blessing to shoot it. It looked like one of the abominations from Fallout. One of those. And they had like this little, this little centaur. like nurse. It looked like a fucking centaur up. from Fallout. It was nasty. It looked like Jabba the fucking hut, dude. Anyway, (laughs) on the Lozon topic, Joe's last fight was, uh, I don't think that really happened. The fight before that was a fight of the year candidate. The fight before that was the fight of the year, and uh, and he's back at 100%. So I want to see a submission. I do, too. I want to see a submission. Uh, Mac Danzig has a good ground game also, not as good as Joe's. He doesn't have as many subs. He doesn't have the same record. But... um, uh, Mac Danzig won the Ultimate Fighter the year he was on it. He's a strong guy, but uh, uh, you know, sometimes you bump into a better man. When you said subs, I was like, "What's his like to view ratio?" <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then it was a, then I was like, "Oh, it's a it's he a needs submissions, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah." So, uh, so yeah, it's fun. every time Joe fights. I score at like 30 to 24 in his favor on Twitter. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? How could you say that? What do you mean? And it's like, what? I, I, I feel like I'm Homer Simpson. Because I remember Kyle tried to get Jeremy to choke me out completely. Mm-hmm. And like sitting here now, I feel like, I wonder what getting choked out would feel like. Like I know what it feels like. I can show you. You should have done it, man. I really wanted that in one of the videos. You know, Wings getting choked unconscious. And I probably would have done some weird stuff to you, but nothing permanent. You know, it would have drawn some stuff on your face while you were unconscious or something like that. But it would have been a great time. And you'd have woke from up. experience, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you'd have woke up a few seconds later. It would have been all good. Yeah. But um, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. I'm psyched he's going to fight tomorrow night. I want to see it. Yeah. So Joe Lowe's on a Fox. Watch it tonight if you're watching this. On Saturday. If you're watching we it on should, Sunday. We should get back together tomorrow night and do like a hangout where we all watch the fight. <laughs> Post those reactions. I'm probably going to be out doing stuff. On Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell, Lefty? You know you ain't got no plans on Saturday night. <laughs> look, at, look at Lefty's fucking hair. He's got all kinds oh, of... Oh, no. He's he, he, he has those Grand Wizard meetings. Oh, yeah. By the way, Woody, I, I just I want to let it be known. The fucknards have spoken. Oh? You no longer have the greatest hair on the show. Fuck. That's bullshit. I As per a, a straw poll I, that I was like... Look at this shit! Look at this! Do you see this? <laughs> Do you see that? This it can't be that. Look at this. Now let's look at you. Let's see what you got going on. Sorry. It's so sad. It's so, it, it, maybe look at it. shaved it straighter or something. <laughs> I, 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 let's flip back. Hold oh, on. You turn that damn light on. Look, look, look. That's what? Turn right that light that you have shining on you perfectly off. Let's see it on natural lighting. Unnatural lighting. He's inside in like a basement. <laughs> no, there's got there's like a there's huge canister lights. I I can't turn them off. I gotta get up to do that. I don't want to do that. All right, excuse me. I have to roll over there to do that. Maybe I'm just saying. Get like, my ladders. You got more of like a Superman Merkadurka thing going on where Woody has like a perfect line across the top of his head. Like there's just no wild hairs or nothing. I, I honestly. But think. Lefty's hair has a more romantic quality, like a. Remember Gaston Lefty, from Beauty and the Beast, kind of like that. His best hairline, only because they're mad at me for not uploading enough. I Lefty, do you like shave for the show? I try to shave when I need to. Like you look, you, like looking at you, like, got like this perfect shave going on right I now. I don't like, no, like uh, shadows or nothing. I don't like having um. Like fucking Tom Cruise and Top Gun. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like having stubble growing. It's not a. You're like Maverick right now, like you're 22 going to fight a fighter plane or something. 
I figure I'm not going to be I'm not going to be growing in much facial hair, so I might as well shave it when it comes in. So need to get on that. I'm too damn lazy to do that shaving bullshit. That's for the birds. Because you look like Max Payne. <laughs> you don't need to shave. You yeah, I'm like Joe Dirt. It, it grows in like this. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got a much trashier... I, I can't even say what it makes me look like when I don't shave, but... In bread? Um, it, no, it makes it's no. Uh, I was well, looking. No. It was much worse, it wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I am too low. I apologize. Yeah. Were you going with white garbage? No. No. What? Uh, um, oh, oh, oh! Wait, it was going to be some sort of Allah Akbar follower thing. No, 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 no. Just say it. We all want. I look like. <sighs> you look Japanese. I look like a Mexican when I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I've been around Mexican guys. My girlfriend's here. She's she's just dying. <laughs> I do. It's uh, it's awful. It awful. Oh, it's awful to look like a Mexican. That's what you're saying. No, no, it just no. it doesn't look good on me. <laughs> trying to say like looking like a Mexican in his superior oh, white jeans. Ah, son of a bitch! I walked right into that one. Oh, Senor Lefty, <laughs> you are now a meme. Oh, damn it. Or a Mimi, as I heard an old woman. <laughs> you know, that, that beautiful say the hairline's obviously going to be covered up with a sombrero here in a minute. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Lefty. That was hilarious. It's it, but it lo- it looks awful. I've been around Mexican no. guys that haven't shaved for a while, and they don't. It doesn't look good. That I just look that way because I've got yeah. the I've got the Native American blood, so I've got a and it's just I look Does like it, a. Oh, what, what percentage Native not, American are you? Uh, I don't know. One uh, like one twelfth. Is that enough to get college scholarships? Um, if it, I I researched it when I was applying for colleges, and you had to prove you had to be able to prove your lineage, which Man, means you like had the to... homeopathic medicine of Native Americans over there. You're white. Uh, is there a problem with being white wings? Yeah, <laughs> Like I'm trying to say is like that Native American is so diluted. You didn't see it in my structured jawline. <laughs> I know Native my, Americans. You my, don't look like them. Or my flowing locks. You don't. You don't see it. No. So. Or the deer antlers on his chair. <laughs> if you I ever get me drunk and try to get me to sign a contract, it works. I don't know if you read the book. Of how, how do you the think I'm signing with full screen? It <laughs> says that the uh, Native Americans All of a killed my the actual Native too. American and they were tainted red. <laughs> I don't see that with you. Hey, Wait, I wanna... what? Red Myth? What? No, wait, that's not true. <laughs> you never read Joseph Smith in the Book of Mormon? Where, where oh, they, uh, the people came over and killed the actual Native Americans and God struck them red? Um, no. No, I haven't read that. Racist wings. Um, <laughs> oh, you were talking about the full screen thing, right? I'm mm-hmm. talking about Mitt Romney. I... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right, enough of you and your politics. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, it, so it used to be CPM was like the big factor, you know, like mm-hmm. it, you, you pick a network based on which one would give you the best uh, dollar per thousand views. Now, Lefty, you're like, hey, I think the thing is whether or not they treat you like a, what is it, an affiliate or a managed? Well, you're right. The, the big thing is whether you're going to, for those of you that are go, trying to break into the YouTube game or if you're a YouTuber and you're going to try to get out of your contract with the coming monetization changes, in uh, in 2014, 
Um, which, by the way, I'm pretty sure a whole lot of networks are in breach of their contract when they do that. But you didn't hear it from me. Talk to an attorney if you're that big about YouTube. But I think the big thing now is, like, if you get a contract offer from, from a network, you want to know whether you're going to be managed or affiliated or, or classified as a managed channel or an affiliate channel. Because managed channels, like we've talked about, like everybody's been talking about, managed channels, they're, they're the golden geese. You want to be a managed channel because you are not subjected to the content, YouTube's content ID system or sweeps or algorithm, whatever the hell. But if you are an affiliated channel, you are subjected to those sweeps. So you will get your Let's Plays or your, your gameplay commentaries or your, your reviews or um, your news videos. You, those will all be subjected to, to being taken down, um, you, your, your channel Can given I, a strike, or the ad, ad revenue diverted to, to other, corpora- or other corporations that YouTube says hold the copyright. I know that you don't know this answer left, but I'll pose this question to you mm-hmm. since you have the floor. All right. Wouldn't it be in better interest for the, all the networks to make every channel manage? Because when they're affiliated, when they get those like little copyright infringements, and they can be nothing. They can be like mm-hmm. a TV on in the background. That's messing with their money, too, because they basically make their money off of what you make, like a percentage-wise. It's an ebb and flow because the reason that YouTube is directing the multi-channel networks to classify channels, and this primarily affects gaming channels, which is why we're talking about it here, because a lot of us run gaming channels, and a lot of you probably watch gaming channels. Um, the big reason is because multi-channel networks will be given, like, there's a there's a set limit for copyright infringements. I don't know if it's actual strikes or content ID matches. Um, I don't think it's content ID matches. That doesn't make sense. But if it's actual copyright strikes, manage... What YouTube is trying to do is they're trying to offload responsibility for copyright infringement onto cha- onto the multi-channel networks, and the networks are actually just passing that right along to the individual channels. So if you're an affiliated channel, you are respo- you are responsible for your content ID uh, classifications. You are responsible for any con- uh, copyright infringement. Your network just cuts all ties if you get in trouble. They say best of luck to you and and sayonara. But if you're a managed channel. You aren't subjected to the content ID, you know, stuff. But if you still get flagged, or, or if you still get in trouble for posting copyrighted material, like let's say uh, a montage, right? And then you get a copyright strike from UMG. That's a big deal to that multi-channel network. And they have a they have a set amount set by YouTube for how many copyright. So infractions, we'll say. The strike. Yeah, if you remember when really Junkyard took down Machinima. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so the strike, <laughs> rather than really being the problem of the channel owner, is now a problem of the network they're with. So the mm-hmm. network is saying, all right, you're not going to be managed. You're going to be affiliated. So the problem is yours, not mine. They're, they're just not mm-hmm. taking that on. And if you're choosing a network, it's probably smart, especially if you're of any kind of size, right? If you have any kind of uh, authority over your terms, like it, if you have 500 subs, then you probably take whatever deal you can get. But if you're a bigger channel and you get a lot of views and a lot of subs and those things going well for you, then you can probably look around and say, all right, which of you is going to give me the better deal in terms of protection from these copyright and content IDs? Mm-hmm. And they're invalid, by the way. That's like an important thing to note. Like These things are fair use, but what happens is Google, rather than having humans do this job properly, have a system do it. And people have this idea that it's like the company knocking your video it's not they have a database filled with images and sounds and if those images or sounds pop up in your video then you're out of luck so for example it is totally fair use to do a movie review 
And I can use five seconds of that movie review in my review to demonstrate what I'm talking about. That is not me making money off your movie. That is not me re-uploading your movie. Even though I do have technically five seconds of your movie in mind, that's that's not the same thing. It's, it shouldn't be a copyright strike. It should fall under fair use. But with an automated system, you don't have humans who intelligently make decisions. You have someone who says, oh, look, that frame is in this video. That frame is in this video. You get a copyright strike. You're busted. When you pick a network, you should try to find a network that will protect you from this system because people are getting hit in a really big way. I've been hit with zero, zero times. I've had zero copyright strikes, zero copyright or content ID claims on my channel since this problem. But other people, like um, how many have you had, Lefty? Uh, I've had three, and I disputed one, and it was immediately it was a Blizzard one, and they immediately just said, "Oh yeah, by the way, you know, no problem." I've had only three. Wings has uh, has had a lot more. Yeah, Wings just walked away for some reason. <sighs> Wings is a perfect time. He had it was like a huge number. Uh, we'll wait for him to tell it. It was ridiculous. But how many videos has Wings had? Like six thousand. 4,000 maybe? I forget. I think it's closer to four. It's a lot. But I think he had hundreds of copyright strikes or um, of content ID claims on his channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's mostly the guys doing Let's Plays. For so for whatever reason, like COD commentaries aren't getting hit too much, and I have a lot of those. And uh, But if you do a Let's Play, there might be music that plays in the background, and that triggers a content ID match. Or there might be even you know frames. I had content ID matches in the past against frames that were completely unique, like made in Photoshop for that video. It was the commentary March Madness stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea how that got in the database because it was it was art made for my video for my channel. I had total like authority, and uh, it was mine. Yet they claimed that it was someone else's, and you know I should be striking that fucker. Like, you know, it should go the other way. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, but... It's new. And, and the big thing, like, I almost, if someone offers you, like, a $2 CPM and someone offers you a $1.75, but you're managed, that $1.75 deal might be better, not just because of the protection, but also because sometimes there can be a two day delay. If you're, mm-hmm. if you ever watch these videos, a lot of them get the bulk of their views in the first two days. You know, the kind of videos that I make mostly get their views in the first two or three days. Um, if you make videos like, like some of Captain Sparkle's hit videos, you know, the ones with the songs and they did play, people watch them over and over and they just keep getting views forever. But if you make commentary like, hey, this is what's new. This is something I just learned. This is something I've been thinking. If you make videos along those topics, they mostly get their videos at first and then people don't go through and listen to what you were thinking about from four months ago. That's And, and if you're in that category, which most people in gaming are, then those first two days are really important to you from a financial standpoint. So you need to a network that protects you from that and not some, you know, jerk off network that just leaves you on your own. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I, I was emailed by my network cause this is how bad it is really, because I, I'm a part of full screen and, um, they give us a, a library full of, uh, uh, you know, royalty free, copyright free songs or music. And, and, and it's got sound effects and movie scores. It's really cool. And I've used some of it and in their email, um, talking about it, or I emailed them once. I'm like, hey, here's this thing. There's a whole bunch of content ID claims, blah, 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 blah. Well, first of all, I, their response basically was, well, yeah, Warner Brothers claimed it. I was like, yeah, but I asked you a whole slew of questions. Please answer my questions. And then they said, here's the breakdown, or here's a more informative breakdown. And then uh, they said, also, if you receive any content ID claims from these two companies, it's for the it's for the royalty music you gave, or we gave you, that's us. So it's at the point where 
the multi-channel networks could very well be claiming videos of the channels that they are con- contracted with and taking all the revenue from that. And I'm like... Revenueception. Like, okay, all right. I, and so with this whole stuff, and I'm going to be an affiliate, I, I, I would prefer to be managed. I don't know how to do that. But, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big deal for a lot of gaming channels in the coming year. And I don't know what the future holds for my channel if, if the affiliate, like if the, if the content sweep when you upload before you're able to monetize a video, I don't know how, how delayed it is. Lefty. Hmm. I'm going to point out the fact that you're no longer that channel that, that uh, I picked out of the blue to do arm, arm, uh, DayZ videos with. You're, a bit, you're getting up there. Well, thank you. You yeah. have some power to negotiate or maybe jump ship to somebody that's willing to give you a managed channel. Yeah, I just... My big worry is completely overvaluing myself and trying to be like the the guy like, all right, hey, you know, let's let's negotiate here. Let's play this game and and trying to negotiate from a from a position that I've completely overvalued and then having somebody that that is more, you know, um poised to to evaluate my channel like <laughs> we don't care, fuck off, go away. Um I I would I would like to be able to do that, but I don't keep subscribing. I'm almost at 100,000. I guess that would be nice to You have a successful it. Twitch, more, more mm-hmm. successful than most. You have a successful YouTube, more successful than most. You know, one of the biggest gaming podcasts on the interweb. <laughs> It's a series of pipes. <laughs> I mean, like, you're not nobody anymore. I, yeah. I guess. I, I just got to... to accomplish all that from a wheelchair. <laughs> yep. A series, of, a series of hooks that I have, like, that I just pull myself. <laughs> if I want to go to the, the marionette. On, <laughs> on the related topic, Twitch. So, anyone else feeling like Twitch is the future of the gaming space? Yeah, you know, YouTube is doing everything they can to screw the people who upload gaming videos there, right? They, it's mm-hmm. very, it doesn't feel safe to be a YouTuber, at least a gaming YouTuber. You know, if you're Jenna Marbles, if you're, um, I don't know, Shay Carl or Freddie Wong or something like that, then then YouTube's more than happy to support you. But if you're doing gameplay stuff, YouTube has always kind of like, all right, no YouTubers on the front page. All right, content ID claims and all the stuff you use. All right, you know, this, that, that. It's like they don't want gaming YouTubers on YouTube. They just don't seem to want that. Mm. But Twitch does. And, you know, they're, they're, I, I can name YouTubers. I probably won't. I don't know if they'd want it to be known. Who say, uh, you know what? I, I think I'd just be a, rather be a streamer, a Twitch guy, than a YouTube guy. That's my spot. It's and you know what it's a it's fun streaming to Twitch like it's not only is it is it a good place to to, to monetize gaming content it's they, they, you know they've got an interactive chat they they accept for fifty frames per second or sixty frames per second video you can play with your audio quality or video quality damn I hope it's not a tumor uh, more than <laughs> more than you can on YouTube and um, like I said the chat's interactive and, and you've got you know the customization of your channel you can have the different panels you can have a donate feature you can do um, it's really easy to do like charity streams if you want to set up a, a donate feature for a charity that you like and it's you know it's it's really cool and then they, their export feature if you want to export stuff to YouTube Although you know that might be the the death of it with um with the YouTube gaming changes, but they've got like a whole lot of stuff at Twitch, and it's uh it's it, and on top of it all, it's really simple to to set up and stream. 
I so here's something I did that that entertained me anyway. YouTube gave me a $500 gift card thing to B&H photo and video and I spent it on a, my Astro headset makes me sound like a teenager like it just takes all the bass out of your voice and like all of a sudden you're a squeaker. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, you know, I'm going to buy a proper headset like a sportscaster would use. So I used the YouTube money to buy some Twitch equipment. Get some. There you go, YouTube. That's what you've, you've forced people to. Yeah, that's, that's where we are now. I mean, ways you've been streaming a lot to Twitch. This week, yeah. I mean, but I don't think I'm the, on the friendliest terms with my stream because I, I feel like I come across as too <laughs> harsh. Stop making people delete you on stream. <laughs> At least you turn want... the stream off if you're gonna do that. Do it after. Send him a message like, dude, you gotta gotta get your ass off my friends list. I, but... I think you under undervalue my harshness. No. <laughs> no. I, I, do you want to I... be the train wreck stream? Is that your target? <laughs> I, 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 I just get irritated really quickly with people. I can't stand people spamming the same question. I, I didn't. I obviously read it. I didn't want to respond to it, so I didn't respond. Don't send it four times. What's the question? You wait, right? Um, no, it, my question isn't wait. This guy wanted to know, was like, did you know you spelled bonus wrong in your latest video? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Like, did you? I, I, <laughs> by the way, Woody, did you know that it was Boogie 2... What was? What, what, what did you find out? It's 299. It's 2988, you idiot. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think I had the 8 and the 9 transposed. And I saw it, and I thanked him, and I fixed it. And then for the rest of the day, like... I don't know, roughly 1,500 more people told me the same thing. <laughs> like, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. That is one of the downsides of a live one of, of a live of the things, one of the things I'm working towards is a sub button so I can put sub chat on so I don't have to deal with that bullshit no more. Really? But then people <laughs> you want a sub button just to filter out the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Because I, my problem is people have come to my stream just to call me fat. They're, no, they're not there to show up. They're not there because they're... You know, concerned with how my gaming is going, my weight. They're there to call me fat, mm-hmm. and they're not paying customers. They most likely run an ad block, blah 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 blah. Get rid of all that dead weight. Put the sub button on there, and give people uh, a privilege to actually want to be there. What did you say you normally do for viewership? The last couple of days you've been killing it, right? Like seven fifty, but I, I'm like one of the only like PS4 guys doing COD right now. Well, I'd say at the end of the month, right? Twitch and Ask for a sub button. I'm sure they, they if they gave me one, they'll sure. Oh, they, they'll one. give me one. I just uh, got to. They've already laid the guidelines out. I've looked for it, and they've said you got to do this, this, and this, and we'll give you the sub button. And like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the path for it. I just got to keep killing it. For one, we'll see how it goes. I haven't really looked into it yet. I don't monetize my Twitch at all. I, yeah. It's not. I'm even I'm worried about playing. the monetization on it. Obviously, the sub button would be you know profitable for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking for the fucking sub chat. If I could, you know, that's your if thing, I could huh? Moderator chat, I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my um, my Twitch channel has sort of gone really positive. I mean, it's not all. I mean, certainly every live stream turns into a cesspool of hate now and then. But uh, you know, by and large, they're there. They they want to watch us play. They they're kind of used to what the, the expectations are. We're usually the top ranked Minecraft stream every time we go, and. Uh, yeah, I'm number one, baby. Oh, wait, wait. I'm number one, bitch. 
That's, that's <laughs> there you go. Number one with a bullet, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I stream all the time. Usually number one, and uh, I have fun on the streams. And Colin, he's not in the stream, but he's like playing with us, and he loves it. He was upset. He's like, he's like, Daddy, you can't do PKA tonight. I want to stream. <laughs> See, that right there. That's awesome. That what you said? That right there is motivation. If I had somebody that looked up to me like that, that's yeah. a lot better. He was here just before. Was he here when you first got here? I don't know. He's when I got in here, yeah, he was. He was. He, I, yeah. I, he was talking he was about in PK. position. He wanted to. He wanted to go. <laughs> he was ready, but uh, he's. I hear him outside the door now. But yeah, he, he still wants. He's like, all right, is PK done yet? <laughs> yeah, can we go? Can we go? I don't That's have to go boy. to bed yet. He's gonna want to stream now. He's gonna have his own. You, you're gonna have to set him up with a laptop and a capture card so that he can have his own little stream and people can go watch Colin's perspective. That seems like a uh, recipe for disaster, especially if it's not supervised, though. Like, it's, just um, imagine how many haters are on there. What I have thought of doing though is adding a non-miked, uh, like just perspective to ours. So, so we do this thing. It's kickasscrew.tv, and you can go and like I usually play with three or four friends, and you can watch all of us play at the same time. So. Let's say I'm mining in a cave and you think that's boring, but Andrew's like building a house and that's your cup of tea. Or, um, you know, whatever. He's constructing the cannon and you're really interested in the specifics of his cannon, but I'm like checking out the base that we're about to hit. Then you can watch him instead of me or me instead of him, you know. And uh, you know, the audio is the same across all of them, but you see every player's perspective. And I think that's one of the reasons our stream does so well because uh, we set that up. And it looks good. So anyway, I, I was mostly I want to talk about Twitch. Uh, Twitch did a thing; they changed their back end so that it's more delayed now. And uh, oh yeah, but how much though did they say? They said they've increased the latency, but uh, they, they had like a really cool metric too. It's called what was it called? Like wave latency or something like that. Where it was like the time between the streamer waving on his camera and then it actually showing up in the stream. Oh, is that what it's? Is that they used to measure it? Yeah, it was like some something wave latency, and I'm like, oh, okay, so they're going to be talking about like wave functions and stuff, and then it's like, no, it's like just hi, and then when it shows up in the stream. So what it is is this: um, some you some Twitch streamers, I don't know what do they call Twitchers. Um, some Twitchers. <laughs> that sounds like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm thinking a Twitcher is somebody with Tourette's, but that's just me. But anyway, yeah. Some Twitchers, they um, they get their stuff really worked out, and they have it perfect. And, and, and it's such that, like, you get a really good stream experience. They know how much bandwidth they have, what the most they can do, whatever that is, like 720 at 60 frames per second in their set. Other guys don't. So you watch them. And their stream gets laggy, and then it gets good, or, or it's buffering, and then you play for a little while, and it buffers again. And Twitch has said, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put everyone on an equal playing field. And if this person kind of stinks at streaming, we're going to buffer that. And while it might add latency to the stream, it's going to be a smoother video and audio experience. So if you're the kind of guy that really dialed that in and took it seriously, then now you're on a level playing field with the guys who haven't, and you all get a little latency. So... You know, like for me, who I think has it just about right, it's like, oh, that's part of my competitive advantage, like a mm -hmm. technical quality in the stream. But I guess as an overall thing, Twitch feels like it's better for everyone to have good technical quality. But you get lag too. So, you know, what will happen is like if you see something on the screen, you might exist 30 seconds behind real time. And that can be a bit of a bummer because... Like, it makes it harder to interact with things that are happening that are real-time sensitive. Right. Like, if you're if you're on a call with somebody, 
that you want to be a part of your streaming show, but their only way to see what you're doing is your stream. That's a huge. That's a huge. Like you know, they're thirty bit, seconds behind. It becomes a big deal. Or even if you know you, you ask the stream for advice on something, you know, where is this? And they're screaming behind the waterfall, like YouTube. <laughs> YouTube used to be an hour and a half behind. People were telling me behind the waterfall. I, I left that waterfall yesterday. <laughs> like, like that is so far back. Like you have no idea. So I, this was a thing that YouTube used to do. They, so you, the. The chat couldn't keep up with the video on a popular stream. And uh, my streams were so popular, they would literally fall like an hour and a half or two and a half hours behind. So I'd have to tell people, like, if you want your chat to, like, be in real time, you have to refresh your browser every so often. And it was true. It was the only way to fix it. You had to hit refresh, and then you'd, like, jump ahead, and you'd be in more real time. You'd slide behind. Maybe five minutes later, you'd hit refresh. I'd get like 750,000 views a video because <laughs> I had like, you know, 10,000 people hitting refresh 75 times uh, to stay current with the stream. And I'm going to have to have all my Twitch viewers do that every once in a while. Just yeah, to, like, so that, that was a thing. That was a while ago. That was like my Skyrim live stream. You know, it's a long time mm. ago. But and, and I didn't even know about it at first, but it was the only solution that we knew about. So You didn't like Skyrim that much? I'm better at that kind of. I'm better at enjoying that kind of game now than I was at the time. At the time, I loaded up Skyrim and I was like Call of Dutying that thing. I'm like, all right, what's the straightest path to winning at Skyrim? And people are like, Woody, what do you mean win at Skyrim? It's like, how do you beat the End Dragon? And I beat the End Dragon, and I was like, yeah, bitch, that's a win. Mark it down. <laughs> and uh, and I like they're like Woody, now go to. What was this, a dark forces or something? Like some sort of assassin? The, the dark Brotherhood darkness. of Darkness. That's it. They wanted me to do the Brotherhood of Darkness. And for me, like at the time, I couldn't even really like fathom why I would do the Brotherhood of Darkness. The dragon's already dead. It, it's like saving the princess in Super Mario Brothers and then being like, Woody, go jump on some bullets. No, dude, I just beat it. Didn't you not see this? <laughs> like it's done. I won. It's good. So... That was my thought process at the time. But since then, I've played some more games that aren't so damn cotty. Of course, there's Minecraft. You guys have seen that. Uh, I played Borderlands all the way through. I played a bunch of Assassin's Creed. And I kind of got the whole immerse yourself in a foreign land style of game in a way that I didn't get before. Like, it, I loved Left 4 Dead. You guys have heard me talk about that. But Left 4 Dead is still another, like, race to the end, get to the end kind of game. It... it Shucks, as I think about it, almost all my enjoyable gaming experiences were race to the end. And when I got to Skyrim, I was just kind of new at enjoying something that wasn't race to the end. You're going to love Fallout. How so? Because the new me is better at not just going in a straight line? Skyrim is a great game. Don't get me wrong. And it's the newest Bethesda game in that kind of platform. But it it fails in comparison to Fallout. Fallout is a much better game. Yeah, I, what I like about Fallout is um, I like the the environment. I like the I like the universe, the universe that you're in, that alternate dimension, uh, the Fallout dimension where it's, things are just weird and twisted and a little bit different than they are no here. There's no co-op whatsoever. It's a total single player no, experience. Oh, correct. I would love it if you guys could hold my hand, like start a new character. Oh, totally. I mean, that would be the ultimate experience to have like a you know a posse. Like you're always running into bands of uh, like bad guys in the wilderness. It, it would be great if it was just two people, but I would I would like to play with like four. Yeah, and I am good at playing 
in a group, right? I'm, I'm, I'm naturally cooperative. I'll call out the guy I want. I'll ask for help. I'll give help. And, like, it would be a nice experience to team up on, you know, I got this, you got that, assign roles. You know, I can be a general. I can be a private. Whatever you need, I, I like playing in a group. Yeah. A lot had a co-op thing, like a four-player, like a Borderlands four-player co-op. That would be so cool. And you had, you know, enemies and missions and challenges that would require the strength of four players because, you know, already in Fallout, you're just a fucking badass. You're wearing, like, mechanical armor and you've got an, a, a nuclear weapon launcher and mm-hmm. you're already a badass, but you need a mission that requires four badasses. Maybe yeah. Are you going in MMO territory, though? The, it, Wait, yeah. You think you Fallout's got... already in MMO territory? What is it? Oh, it's an RPG. Matt, that's, yeah, it's yeah. an RPG. But there's a there's a long there's a there's a big difference between a co-op game and an MMO. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but he you like you got to create raids and like there's going to be no you don't have to no, 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 no. stuff like that. Cause, no, like, you don't. If you had four like lone wanderers, everything in the game would die. Everything in the current game would die. It would be in in the you know mag- in the magical fall that we're describing. It would be a mission that would require four of you. There would, you know, there would be four times the They're enemies. The enemies would be though, the like, enemies. Wait, wings, did you no, play it's... Borderlands or Borderlands Two? I played like an hour and two with Lefty, and I never touched the game again. <laughs> I didn't last much longer. Okay. Oh, well, Borderlands. I'll admit it gets to kind of a slow start. Like for first, you start off and there's like 20 minutes of cutscenes or something. You press a button, customize your character. I, I skip those shit instantly. Fuck it, story. I I don't know how to skip them. It's like first <laughs> your next objective is not open until you turn your pants pink or something. I'm like, this isn't my what I like in a game. I I'll never look at me again. Why am I customizing what I look like? And then you have to kill a bunch of skags, you know, with your pea shooter rusted old pistol or something. But after you left it, you know, an hour or so through, all of a sudden you start meeting characters with personalities that you like, and the the main antagonist starts talking trash, and that's when Borderlands comes alive. Right before, right after you stopped, we got to the pirate boss that was on fire. Yeah, well, I I I beat Borderlands like I drudged my way through it, Borderlands two, and I just got to the point where I was like. I swear, if this new mission is go get me four of these, I'm done. <laughs> and guess what? It was go get me four of these so that we can go stop. Borderlands would be a fantastic, so much more of a fantastic game if there was actual, like, a, a wide array of mission variety. Maybe they brought that in with DLC, but by that point they had soured me to the point where I'm like, I'm not buying DLC. Uh, I liked it more than you, but I, I do accept your criticism. That Borderlands has some of that, you know, like, all right, I need 12 skag pellets. Go kill 25 of these people. Go to, that sounds like, like why I didn't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, you need 10 pieces of deer meat, do you? <laughs> but wings, even Diablo, Diablo scaled enemy strength with more people join the game to play co-op. Yes, they did. That's so you could do that in Fallout. Yeah. 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 You can totally do it. Single player. Valve says it's done. Follow suit, kinda, sorta. I really, I'm really looking forward to that game. Have Dude. y'all guys seen the new Steam machine? Like you can get one of like fifteen hundred bucks. If you're selected, fifteen hundred? Wait, wait, wait. There's you... one. There's one price for like fifteen hundred bucks. Is that the CyberPower PC? I don't know. It's the Steam machine. It's like a Steam box. Well, right, but but um, the Steam box is like a build. Yeah. And. Who was it, Woody? That was it. it was it I buy power. power sounds it, right. Yeah. Okay, I buy power. If that is that the one that's fifteen hundred, how much is that? 
I've forgotten. I, I saw it and it. I was really excited about the Steam because it was like this is the best console, and I love mm-hmm. consoles and this and that. But I think like everybody in PKA and like a lot of people in gaming in general, console interest is just kind of faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah, boo consoles. I they let us down. I like consoles. I'm not, but I'm not excited about it. Like, oh, ooh, I got an Xbox One. You know where that motherfucker's at? Oh God, he's pulling a Woody. <laughs> he's sitting there <laughs> not hooked it, up. Wings. Destroy it. Not even wings. hooked up. Destroy it. Destroy it, Wings. I'm not destroying. It. Just come on, Wings. <laughs> I want to play Titanfall later on this year. At least oh. mine's in the hooked up. I had to. I had to hook my PS3 back up. <laughs> Why? Why did you hook your three PS3 back up? Because there's nothing to play on the new consoles. All there is is Ghost and Battlefield. If you don't like those two, tough. You ain't got no no other choice. What about can't Rise? Be yeah. I don't, I don't want to play a Gladiator game. I heard that looked incredible. I don't care what shit what a game looks like, though, Kyle. I don't. Well, that you're exaggerating. You care what it looks like. I care a little bit, but guess what? I grew up in a game. I grew up on the Nintendo 64. We all, we all grew up on, on yeah. We all grew up on games that don't machines. look as good as they look now. That doesn't mean that I don't. Have to, on <laughs> my, the other hand, my I, main the, my fondest the, memories are the Sega Genesis. I mean, like you know, I've been playing lately. Dude, when a game has beautiful graphics and and it's it's it just adds a whole not, whole not, whole other dimension to the game that I enjoy. If it's something beautiful to look at while I'm problem solving and killing bad guys, and I like that. Don't get me wrong, I'd be excited to play Fallout Four. But here's the thing with Fallout 4 I'm not excited about. They're going to try something different. I don't want nothing different. I want Fallout New Vegas with better graphics. Don't change the good eye, man. Don't change anything nah, else. Just give me I'm that. excited about change. I hope they completely change like the perk system or the, or, or or the rank-up system or some sort of multiplayer dynamic, whether that's co-op or MMORPG or multiplayer as in, as in versus and co-op team modes, whatever. Like Any of that stuff would be cool. What if you had three? What if you had three versus three raid mode, where you were both raiding like a cave from from opposite ends, and when you got to the middle, one of you got the you know you had to fight the other side for what was in the middle. I'd have all the shit. Yeah, exactly. You'd be. I had the rape three. squad killers up in that motherfucker. We'd be just crushing heads in twenty twenty nine, whatever it is. Yep, yep. <laughs> but by the way, rape squad killers number one PS four clan, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> we, we're literally we're, we're ruling the clan wars right now on PS4. Are you? We, we, I'm getting technical with it. I have a British team. <laughs> oh, God. So we can play round the clock during clan wars. Oh, God. So how are you literally the number one team? Aren't there like pro teams on top or something? No, it's based off points. You got to capture nodes and stuff like that, and it's more of like who can devote the most time. And with me with my YouTube channel, I can coordinate teams <laughs> like, on every time zone. <laughs> <laughs> How many people have you kicked off your team, Wings? I kicked off two last last stream. <laughs> you did it publicly. You kicked them I out. I did it publicly. <laughs> you stop. You, you don't stop the stream. You're just like going no, along. Like, I mean, no, y'all motherfuckers fucked up, dude. I, I asked motherfuckers to play. Y'all come here, say you can play, and then when shit hits the fan, you can't play. I don't need you going one for one. I can get a green guy to come here and go one for one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean one for one? Like they, they won one and lost one? Won one, one gunfight and lost one gunfight. One KD. You're going like 25 oh, and 25. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I follow now. Because I was like, one kill, one death. I, like, who can even... That's not very much action. But you're just saying you didn't do one KD guy. I follow. 
I mean, like anybody can come in here go and get one kill, one death. I need the guy get, getting, you know, 1.5 on the objective. That's what I need. That's, what, want, that's what I asked that for, and that's you didn't give me this. the prom queen, right? You want the motherfucker who takes her to the hotel. That's who's on the rape squad killers. <laughs> that's who. That's exactly. There's a high bar. Yeah, baby. We don't need average players on the rape squad killers. Are you captain of the football team? Are you are you captain maybe more appropriately of the chess team? Then you belong on the rape squad killers. I'd rather have the chess team captain. Get over here, motherfucker. You got a five KD? Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that on the B flag? I'm on the board. Are you saying you've never kissed a, kissed a girl and your KD is seven? You're my kind of guy. <laughs> you come on board. Until spot. you don't do as well, and I'm going to humiliate you in front of 500 or 700 people. Uh, yeah, I remember Wings once. We, we were recruiting for game battles, and he's like, you know, we don't want no average players on here. We want the motherfucker who fucks the prom queen. That's who belongs <laughs> on our game battles team. And I was like, wow, that is quite the hero. That's That's the guy. Oh man, I have a high standard. I do, and like to me, if you can't play, if you can't perform against good players, that's my standard. It isn't the stats at all. I've got a guy on my team is 1.8 KD, but he can he performs against good players, and that's what I look for. There's guys that with good with good stats that can't perform against good players, and you got to throw those guys out. This is like a recruiting poster. Right it's Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> I like what he's saying though. You know, like I've often felt like. There are some people with distorted stats because they either dashboard or, you know, they whatever, do weird things, they quit early, they like, all right, my only stat that I care about is KD. What's your win loss? Ah, oh, it's point one, but you know, my KD is high. Well yeah. my brother plays on my shit. Yeah, my brother. Alright, well prove it. Prove it. Yeah. Come in here and show what you got. I want to see a guy who doesn't quit games and still maintains good stats. You know, do that. There, there's a guy who's you know not getting the benefit of bad matchmaking. There's a guy who takes on all comers. Sometimes, like, so when I play, like I'll play with friends, and um, people who are good will stay in the lobby just because they recognize me. By the end of the night, it feels like game battles. And, and these are like uh, Joe Lozon friends who were really good at COD. You would play with them, Wings. And uh, um, by the end of the night, my stats. <laughs> no, they, no, these. Are, I'm telling you, Wings. These are the kind of players you'd want to play with. And uh, by the end of the night, we're winning all our games, but they're like, this is competitive. This feels like game battles. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it's like. You know, if I don't back out of a lobby, the good players stay, the bad players, you know, fall out through attrition. And before long, it's like a GB match, you know, and you can hear them in the death chat calling out your positions, doing the game battles. Oh, stuff. yeah. That, that's scary when you kill somebody and they're not going, like, man, and they're like, B flag. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, they call me out. Like, whatever. Woody's on B headed towards A. You know, you're like, oh, oh, shit, I got to stop. I got to go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, right? They, they know I'm coming. I, I might pre-nade where I expect the cutoff to be or something. Like, this is all. I don't play ghosts as much. I, oh, so my subs won't like hearing this, but do people like ghosts? I like Ghost, but uh -huh. Ghost is a slower-paced game that fits my style better. It does, yeah. I, I'm So... I can when I camp furiously in ghosts, I feel like everything is such high stakes. I need a good kill streak to get a good gameplay and all like it's like I'm halfway through the game. I've got eight kills. I need like two more to get where I'm going and you know if I don't get it, everything's ruined and I'm really counting on this chopper to get all my kills for me and I don't know. I like it Black Ops like 2. The, exactly the, like that. <laughs> I like the way Black Ops 2 played, you know, where you just get back on your horse, run, run, run. You know, know the traffic patterns, pre-fire around the corners, run a silenced SMG, go, 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 go. 
You know, I, I felt like I was a superhero in Black Ops 2, just jumping off roofs, getting the drop on people, doing my thing. Now, every time I die in Ghosts, it feels like it was some guy aiming down sights waiting for me to come. Let me – can I put this out there on the table? I feel like Ghost is more kin to COD 4 than any of the previous previous Call of Dude, Duties. It is too, and, and even in Modern Warfare 2. Like, the, Modern Warfare 2 was this concept of you know baby buffalo and the people roaming across the middle of the map, right? But being a moving player has worked for two years now. It's worked in Modern Warfare 3, and it's worked in Black Ops 2. Being a moving player – Look, there's someone at Pwnstar.com seems to thrive as a moving player. But for normal humans, being a moving player doesn't work that well in Ghosts. And it, 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 you know, I feel like that's the kind of games that my subs want to see. And it becomes a, an infuriating experience for me because if you just want to run around all the time, someone is aiming down sights waiting for somebody all the time. Can I, can I give you a pro tip? I figured I figured out how last night after we lost that domination game on the stream – I figured out how to never lose a domination game again. Camp two flags? Nope. Support squad member. He counts as a extra person on your team. So if your whole team runs him as 12 people on a team, he captures flags faster with you. You get his flag capture points. He's a very effective kill streak. He's good for like five or six kills before he dies because he has extra health than you. So he's like a Riley dog, but with a gun. And he's and he a support actually, kill streak too, right? He's not a he's a support. He's free. Like as long as you're playing and good, you get him three or four times in a domination. Okay. Well, you said it on PKA wings, so good luck. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll, I'll kill their support player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bad gun guy. But yeah, all right, that's a good tip. Maybe maybe I'll run him more. I uh, yeah I. God I. I <laughs> if I had an if I had a next gen console, he has a riot shield, so it makes me caps a lot easier. I'm nervous to say it, but every time I'm playing Ghosts, I kind of feel like I was. I wish I was playing something else. That might change if I had more time in it, but it might change. You played it on the PS4 instead of the Xbox One too. Yeah, I've heard that it's easier to get games on the PS4, and I know. I don't know about all that. I mean, I played them both, and they're about the same. But have the PS4 you? is so much better looking. Hmm. See, I, I, I haven't played on the PS4. I played on the 360 and the One, and the One is so much better looking than the 360. I, I, Have I you popped was... the PS4 version in yet? No, I, I had to buy it a third time. I'm like $180 into this game already. <laughs> <laughs> you got to catch up, son. got to catch up. You got that money? You got that money? $60, son. You wipe your tears away with that. <laughs> He's got you there. <laughs> this is, this is the second time. That's the second time this show that Wings, you and Wings, are on the same level. You know? Oh yeah, but no, I guess I, you know, I might as well drop it because I know I'm going to drop it this year. So, like, you know, what am I going to wait until the game has three months left in it? The game's going to die on the COD. Every COD dies faster than the one before. I think it's, I don't think it's got three months left in it now. Woody, you might be buying it with three months left in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. So, oh, God, I've said this so many times, I want to say it and fast forward. COD 4 lasted two years. World at War lasted a year. A Modern Warfare 2, yeah, come fall or something, people were kind of wearing out on it. Black Ops 1, come summertime, people are pissed off. Black Ops, no, 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 Modern Warfare 3, it was like late winter, people are pissed off at this. The game was January, I was ready to break that thing. Yeah. I was like, fuck this, I'm done. Black Ops 2, for me, my enthusiasm lasted longer than most. But I want to say the world, 
wore out on Black Ops 2, shucks, come March February. or something? <laughs> February, okay. Um, ghosts, out of the gate, people are like, this shit didn't cut it this year. I, I want to say on release night, people already started bagging on Ghosts. You know, I, I watch competitive COD and I'm like, did it die this year? Are people interested in Ghosts competitive COD? I don't. I know I there's. I know there was a lot I of. Excited one. I know Complex is ruling the world. Complexity. Complexity I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, th- th- there was a shakeup though. I offered my services to Optic. Did they really like what? Happened, what did JCap do? They they flew him out there, and he was like two weeks, and then he's gone. Like, I don't, what's the story? Um, so there ha- there almost had to be a shakeup, right? Like, um, Optic two years ago was kind of the complexity of this year, right? They were winning everything. It was all about Optic, Optic, Optic. Last year, Optic was a good team. It seemed like they pl- like if I were to throw, if I were to guess, I'd say they averaged third place, right? And third place isn't what Optic is supposed to be, right? Optic is supposed to be like you know the impulse of Halo, the the Optic of 2011 or whatever that was. But um, third place, they're they're solid last year, and then but they they weren't as good as they wanted to be, so they swapped out Merc for um, JCap. And then since then, I want to say like two out of their last three showings were two of the worst showings in like Optic history, like Scumpy and Big Timer. I want to say two competitions ago, Scumpy and Big Timer had both set like a a negative record for the worst performances they ever had. I hope I have this right and I don't mean to be hating. And then they had a smaller comp and then another one where they broke their two-week-old record. And uh, um, I don't know if they're... Blaming JCap, like I don't know what the whole thing is as to why JCap was the one to go. Uh, and I didn't. Maybe he was the weakest player. Maybe he wasn't. But uh, they decided to shake it up again. And, and did they get a fourth for Optic yet? I uh, don't know. Yeah, I tweeted at him. I was like, "Hey, I heard you got three right now. Well, you know, I'm widely regarded as the best person in my whole house." <laughs> and like it blew up, like it, like it. I'm no still time. waiting on my optic jersey. I was never, I haven't got it yet. I had 300 retweets. <laughs> like everyone was going. Hex retweeted it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, but uh, but yeah, dude, I love optic. They're I I bleed green, right? That's the team I always root for. I know a bunch of the guys, and um, you know that like that's the team I pull for. Go optic. But um, uh, right now. They're, you know, I guess, rebuilding. They're finding a new player who's going to help them go to the top. I don't, why don't they do what like teams always done? Show them the money. Show players from other teams that are winning. Hey, come play for my team. Um, I, I don't I know. What, lot, I, I think there are a lot of other teams making a lot of lot of money too. Yeah, and there's it, probably contracts. I don't, play. I don't feel like there's any other team making Optic money, even without winning the tournaments. I feel like Optic is still the biggest puller in revenue. Because you got the YouTube channels and everything is is a household name. When Optic was born, the competitive team that is, well, the second competitive team, right? The first competitive team with Diesel and those guys, which was a strong team, and they did really well at the game battles level. When they wanted to do well at the pro level, they started, I guess, doing just what you said. You know, they were uh, offering players better deals than they already had, and they they like at first Optic was kind of unpopular. They're like, oh, the best team money can buy. Um, but that faded away, and they just started winning, and everyone started liking them, and uh, I was never hating on them. But 
now it seems like other teams can buy good players too, and, and they're not the only Yankees in town. Hmm. Hmm. So I just don't think Complexity's dollar pockets are as big as Optics pockets. I don't know. I don't know. I'll also say this: it's complicated to put together a perfect team, just like in sports. You know, if you take I, I, shucks, I'm going to show my basketball ignorance, right? But if you take like LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and who else is hot? Is Dwight Howard hot? I don't really know. Yeah, he's, Dwight Howard's all right still. Uh, your okay. your your basketball ignorance is way better than mine. <laughs> but you know, if I, I were like, to take the Dominic Wilkins is up there in that motherfucker. Yeah right. Yeah right. You know, <laughs> like if you were to grab some really good players like Larry Bird or Wilt Chamberlain and, and put them on, <laughs> go old school. But yeah, if you were to just grab like the starting center or you know the the, the franchise player on a couple different franchises and put on the same team, you wouldn't have the winning team you think you would. You know, it turns out that well, the, the USA basketball team is limited. Yeah, they do. They do pretty good. Else. They do. Yeah, basketball is <laughs> kind of the exception to the rule, to be honest. Football would make more sense. Like if you no, took no. quarterbacks from, like, it, let's say you took a, like like all the best quarterbacks and put them on a football team, that'd be a shitty football team. I, I guess it would be. I, I still think it holds true with basketball too. They're, but that's like, what the that's what we do at the Olympics though, and we rape. Shit. Yeah, I think LeBron James Tomorrow. and Kobe Bryant. Even Kobe, the, even though he's hurt, but still, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, just do yeah, oh, like, well, to face like Dutch guys. Those Olympic games are hilarious. They're playing against know, the they're rest they're of the world the countries. The European, are. the European basketball leagues are pretty damn good and competitive. Euro basketball is like a thing. And and, and we shit on them. Like, like, like it's not even shit close. On that, we, oh, that's what we do to Brazil. No, no, we shit on them. And we shit on everyone. Did you see Vince Carter dunk over that French guy? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy was ducking. Everyone acts like like he jumped over I don't know, seven. Man. He did some did some work there. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Allen Iverson's led team get a bronze? Well, no. Yeah, it's because Allen Iverson was leading the team. Oh, I'm sorry. Allen Iverson was like the league MVP that year. Yeah, but he likes to. He's not. The only thing I remember efficient. Iverson about was uh. Was he's broke? That's, I remember that. <laughs> Dude, he proves that anybody can be broke, man. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I have watched so many YouTubers get into. I, I wonder what Alan, Alan Iverson did that made him so broke. Do you think he did drugs? His uh, car washes and shit, and like buying the bar out. Did you watch yeah. that ESPN thing? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was what was it called? Like 50- uh, broke. It's called broke. <laughs> I think you're right. It was called Broke, but there's a it, it falls under an umbrella of like similar like documentary styles and um but yeah, like people would invest in car washes all the time and those car washes would go nowhere. They would buy like everyone at the restaurant like anything they wanted and it would be like a $50,000 tab. And they just didn't realize how much it costs, right? Cuz mm-hmm. it's not a business expense. So to get 50 grand, they have to earn 100 grand. Hundred grand, no big deal. I have a seven million dollar contract. Yeah, but that seven million dollar contract is a seven year long contract, so it's a million a year. Suddenly, you spent ten percent of that year's earnings at this restaurant tonight. You spent <laughs> over a month's salary showing off at a restaurant, and you need to make this seven million dollar contract last to support you for an entire lifetime. And you just spent ten percent. You just spent over a month's salary, and you know, just being a big shot. And people mm-hmm. would do this and not realize how hard it is. You know, like money comes so easily at that moment, and they can pay it, but they don't realize how how money goes so easily. But um, most of the time, these guys run out of money. It's drugs. Like it's look. 
Listen, kids, here's the thing. Sex without protection causes babies. Drugs cause poverty. It's so obvious to everyone watching from the outside. You know, you hear Whitney Houston's broke. Are you surprised? You hear Bobby Brown's broke. Does this shock you? No. It's clear to everybody watching you from the outside that if you're doing any fair amount of drugs, even marijuana, which I know I'll get you know, raped for saying this, something about it sat here. Do, do you think Whitney Houston's drug use affects her, her voice? She's dead. God damn it, Wings. I was fucking with Woody. You <laughs> suck that. at this. You suck at this. <laughs> I knew that. I would have said it did. But um, uh, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Even marijuana, right? Like the, the hardworking guy that got you to this spot where you got into it so much vanishes. And, and somebody else replaces him who's not the same worker. And and it all fades away. I, it, yeah. So sex, unprotected sex causes babies. Drugs cause poverty. It's clear to everybody watching you, but somehow people in the middle of it, they just don't see it. Somebody needs to tell Adrian Peterson that the whole sex causes, unprotected sex causes babies. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was it was terrible that his, um, that his you know, his son by, by some, by a woman was murdered, and that was awful. But that, yeah, that, 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 a lot of them, like on that documentary, it was child support that really broke them. Yeah, like nine, of, ten like kids, they and they're get, paying fifteen grand a month for each kid. And they're there predatory these... agents that like steal money from them with business deals because you know the the athletes don't know a lot about business dealings. And they say, oh yeah, just give me five hundred grand and I'll I'll turn it into a million for you. And then the 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 athletes are like, okay, yeah, here you go. And then the agents just abscond with the money. That's a bad deal. <laughs> five hundred grand to turn into a million tax. You got five hundred grand again. That's not how it works. Not exactly. No. You got seven fifty. Because you're taxed on the gain, so you you five hundred grand, five hundred grand profit, because five hundred to a million, and then you're taxed on the profit, which is two fifty. So he's turned five hundred into seven fifty. Someone's good. tapping their mic. I don't, I don't know who that is. is not who I. is always the one that does it? Wings. Who's always? You can the see one. my mic. My hands are right here. It's been you all. I've been like watching you, like fiddle with your <laughs> uh, uh, pop filter and stuff like that. Okay, I, can I ask a gaming question? Have any of you seen the Tom Clancy's The Division Teardrop Engine trailer? Yes. Yes. Oh, I like. I know we get into this. Like, Aliens Colonial Marines should teach us never, ever, ever believe pre-rendered cutscenes. Automatically assume that even gameplay you see is pre-rendered cutscene bullshit. But... Oh my goodness! Here, I'll link it in the in the in the chat. This thing is just. I would like to say I enjoyed Alien Colonial Marines. But did you? But you didn't see the differences between the the. the I footage? didn't see. I didn't see the trailer though, so I had no expectations going. No, no, no! It. it wasn't a trailer. It was a gameplay demo. Randy Pitchford showed off a that gameplay game didn't... demo. I understand what you mean. I I went. I looked the backstory. That game that you seen in the demo wasn't the game that I played, and um, that game got scrapped. And they started fresh pretty much with Gearbox. I do want to say I'm 21 seconds into this video, and it's just now starting to show me freaking anything. Yeah, I just skipped like a minute and a half in. Dude, yeah. what the fuck? Like... It's just, it, yeah, like a minute and 20 seconds, you start seeing some some of the lighting. Um, At 135, get to a minute 30 or do so. I, should I really skip a minute and 30 of a yes. two minute 46 second video? Yes. I'm 50 seconds in. Do I have to I, skip the next 40? <laughs> yes. Well, you can well, see some of their dynamic lighting stuff. That was like... Dude, dynamic lighting in a cutscene doesn't count. 
Well, they they say it's in engine, not like a render. But it looks incredible. They say there's like a dynamic weather system and the the terrain and the textures all Reflect change. Textures with the and reflective services. I understand are, this is all great, but how 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 long into the game do you get do you just not notice this shit anymore and just peripheral? I don't care. Is this I'll, a I'll, PS4 exclusive? Uh, it was supposed to be a, a an exclusive console title, but I believe it's Ubisoft is behind this. They are making a dedicated PC. Version. Oh, but come on, right? That's gonna be like their Assassin's Creed PC copy or something, right? It's yeah, I hope not. But still, man, if it looks anything like this, yeah. Well, I, I would tell me if it's Ubisoft, is it gonna look this, like shit on Xbox? Is it coming out on Xbox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it is, is Xbox, Xbox One. PS4, PS4. Yeah, it's all three consoles, but only the next version. Correct. It does look good, and people say it doesn't matter, but it. Does I? Uh, Did you see nothing the, wrong with liking like realistic, when, high definition, photorealistic graphics in a video game? There's absolutely nothing wrong. When they were shooting valuing. that car, when they were shooting that police oh, yeah. car, and the little chips of the the lights and the windshield and the bumper was like it. it that's how it looks when you shoot a car. I, that I was. And Cold Duty has a dude, the ice I, is I, what got me. I want to. I hope. Oh yeah, the ice, the why, smoke was. Why cold? has YouTube not figured out how to change places in a video? Here, look at the ice. Look at this. Look how that looks like. What happens when the sun goes up and down? I'm going to show that again. Look at this. Uh, to people watching the show are watching this. This it, it's been rendered several times. This is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it it looks really nice and um I can probably get wait. a copyright strike for that right there. That's the bullshit <laughs> we're dealing with. Actually, Ubisoft has been one of the corporations throughout all of this. I mean, you know, despite what you say about their draconian DRM from a couple years ago when it was mm-hmm. like, you know, your firstborn child to play this game. Um, but they've been one of the companies that have said, we really like people doing reviews, doing gameplay commentaries, doing Let's Plays of our game. We love it. And we are not directing YouTube to take down these videos. So it's, you know what? Maybe it's possible. Maybe it's possible that all these corporations come together and like start taking things out of the content ID library of YouTube. Like, all right, YouTube, you're just going to apply the content ID system and start, you know, disincentivizing people from doing Let's Plays. We love Let's Plays, so we're going to remove our stuff from your library. Don't do that anymore. I, there's got to be something because I want to Let's Play this damn game when it comes out. I want to do it because it's awesome. Hmm. But it's it's a PS4 game. On PC though. Yeah, it's on PC. Uh, I don't. We'll on see. PC, I can unlock it and run it at a higher frame rate than I can on PS4. Which is it coming out on the same day for PC? Uh, they. I don't. I don't feel like a good gamer anymore. Like I play Battlefield 3 at like 120 frames, and I preferred it at 30 frames on Xbox. On Xbox, I, I had an easier time thriving. Now I don't. It might change because I played Xbox when it first came out and kind of switched to PC. So maybe now the Xbox Battlefield Three guys are amazingly good. But at the time, like I was someone you'd want on your team playing Xbox Battlefield Three. Not mm-hmm. don't don't let me make you think I'm um uh, who's that Battlefield guy who's amazingly good? He did some uh, airsoft videos too. Captain Enigma. Level Cap is who I was going for. Oh, I thought you were uh, going to say Widgety Bear. Uh, so and I don't pretend to be Level Cap, but. You'd probably want me on your Xbox 360 team. On PC, 
you probably want to play against me. I think that'd work out well for you. (laughs) (laughs) You Like, I'm I'm improving, I think, but I... Yeah. And mostly it's decision-making. I swear, it's not gun skills, it's not mouse and keyboard, it's not not knowing the maps anymore. It's just like, I need to spawn in the right places, I need to do this better, I need to be smarter. Mm -hmm. Are you running to us, Wings? No, 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 no. I'm looking. I was looking up something because it's a topic I want to talk about. It's pissing me off. Uh, it's been um, going on for years, though. Well, I can't wait to get to that. Should we? Should we go to? Can we go to that? Yeah. I want to know what's been pissing wings off for years. All right. GameStop. You know what I fucking hate when GameStop they GameStop mix... employees that don't sell games early. Cocksuckers. <laughs> I fucking hate when you go to a GameStop and you're looking for a new game to play on your new console. And like the three games that are out, they're mixed in with all the games that don't don't even have release dates. Oh yeah, that's stupid. They should have like their actual games up front and center. Like I went the other day, I'm like, dude, Wolfenstein's coming out on PS4. When's that out? It doesn't have a release date. Why the fuck's it on the shelf? To try to sell the console. No, they're trying to sell me a the pre-order game that doesn't even have wow, a release date. That's even worse. <laughs> oh yeah, when they put it in the box that it's gonna look like. Yeah. Like, Here you go. It's like, oh, look, we've got, and they've got a bunch of them. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, yeah right. Like, look, we got a bunch of games that haven't come out yet. Like, That's crowdfunding. That's what that is. They're still <laughs> making that game. Yeah, that is kind of bullshit. But you know, they gotta, they gotta Dude, compete with digital. Dude, GameStop, go online man. and watch some of the videos of Rise. You'll you, play Rise. You'll like it. It looks like that game they gave away for free, though. Dude, do a let's play a Rise. I'll watch it. Have you guys played that? How do you pronounce it? Rosegun? Rezogun? Rezogun. Have you played that? Almost got a platinum. Everyone says it's amazing. I haven't really tried it. it it's uh it's a linear side shooter that's in PS4 graphics. I mean it, it's not the bee's knees, it's a time waster. People say it's amazing because there's nothing to fucking play on their PS4. Hmm. What about Titanfall, man? Is is Titanfall losing its hype? I, it... I, didn't, I was I've never hyped watching, for that game to begin with. I, I've been watching some more stuff about it. I'm excited. It, it, the the whole parkour running on walls thing. The the uh, yeah. I, I saw like a I saw a video that was basically like a mockumentary style like you know commercial for the new robot they had, and they were like you know. Yes, I saw that too. It was um, <laughs> it was like a trailer, and they're kind for, of. Yeah, go ahead. It was like a sales pitch. Like you were, they, uh-huh. they were marketing. They were marketing this 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 mech suit, and they were talking about its kill ratio. It's like kill, uh, it's kill to death ratio, and like how many times it had been deployed, and what the ca- enemy casualties were, and it was really cool. Can I can I throw can I throw a wrench on this running on the wall stuff? This is the second PK I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what running on the wall is going to equal. You have some experience with wall running. Mm. Yeah, Wings <laughs> is an extensive parkour repertoire. But a frog in another life. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's what's going to equal to it. I've never faced a guy in like a FPS genre that could run on walls, but I have faced Spartan soldiers that had jetpacks the entire fucking game. Yep. And it's annoying. But and I'm going to say the running on the wall mechanic is going to be annoying, and the only people who are going to use it are bad players, and they're going to be easy kills. No, running on the wall is going to be badass. It's going to be the agility advantage that you have against mechs, and it's going to balance being just a regular human COD-style person against a freaking mech warrior. But yep. because you're so agile, because of the way you move, you know, you, me in a mech suit, you're running on walls, it's going to be a close fight. You think that, but I can kill juggernauts in COD without dying, and they have a 1,000 health to my 100. Yeah, but they're not controlled by Woody. 
<laughs> if I have a juggernaut and you don't, I like my odds. I don't know. One for one, me, baby. You, me, I'm talking about something completely different. Uh-huh. I think you can do – I just see, like, if the agility is that much of an advantage versus the mechs, people will just play the soldier, and you'll see very little mechs. It's balanced because the mechs have the power. The mechs are – you know, you're shooting bullets. I'm shooting rocket launchers. Yeah, but Let's what happens go. when they have a game mode? What happens when you're capturing the flag? It's well, a mix. I would say it's wings. Mech. It would be a mixture of like two mechs. It'd be like a mech and three people versus a mech and three people. It would be something along those lines. We'll see. I don't know. I just see it as someone who's trying to take the shooter thing to the next level. Right? Ghosts, same level as we've seen roughly. I mean, it gets better every year usually, but same level we've seen since 2007. Um, Halo, right? Same thing. Battlefield, same thing. Titanfall. New thing. I'm excited about Titanfall. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it does well. I'd like it to do well just to have, like, another mainstream uh, FPS. I got to knock it. I just don't see it doing well. You want me to knock it? Yes. It doesn't run on the PlayStation. Dude, if if you're in the YouTube business, that is, you know, if you're making your living off this stuff, in the gaming business, you're gonna or the gaming business, you're gonna alienate. I'm gonna make up a number. There's a PKA stat right here. You're gonna <laughs> alienate two thirds of your subs by playing only by playing an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, especially now since the PS4 sells so much better than the Xbox One. Much. Are better. the sales that much better? Xbox hasn't announced their official numbers yet, but the they just crossed two million. I know that, but I think PlayStation's like at eight. They haven't announced their numbers. I don't know what those numbers are based off. I, I know the Xbox beat the PS4 on Black Friday Black weekend, Friday. but that's because they did better in manufacturing, not because it's the one more people want. If you if you pay attention on the internet at all, it sure seems like the PlayStation is the one people want. It's just yeah. they can't necessarily get. I want to point this out: the PlayStation is selling better than the Xbox One in in smaller in smaller marketing. Like it, there's it's, it's released in less countries. PlayStation is a much more powerful. That's no, not even that. I mean, the PlayStation has, has got a limited release so far, and the Xbox released in what thirteen countries? Did any of you catch the uh, South right, Park three episode thing about Xbox versus PlayStation? No. No. They did a Game of Thrones style Black Friday um, console war trilogy. It was it was really really fucking good. Where like half the kids wanted Xboxes, half wanted PlayStations, and they broke off into like, like you know, like a Game of Thrones. They they broke off into different groups. It was it was really good. Yeah, didn't see it. Nobody saw it though. Nope. I don't know. I, I have no problem with either console selling because the more people that buy these things, the faster new games come to them. So I'm happy with that. All I want is Dead Rising Three. Watching people stream Dead Rising Three, I want to play it. And I want to kill zombies. I want to kill so many zombies that <laughs> I just want to run around killing zombies. That's all I, I want. I played Dead do. Rising 2, and I never wanted to play Dead Rising again because it's just a billion fucking zombies in front of you and, and stupid weapons you make. But that's the point. You go around and kill zombies with crazy shit. <laughs> that is a, that's almost as fun as killing like 30 guys in Call of Duty that aren't looking at you, like on single player. It's like, you- oh, wow. No. I don't know. I, I didn't play Dead Rising, but I played Assassin's Creed, 
and me that, running that around sucks too. <laughs> killing people. My Katie ratio in Assassin's Creed was amazing. I'm such an assassin badass. You guys don't know, they call me the assassin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Woody, does your assassins look like my assassins where you just jump down, fail at the one stealth kill, and then fight everybody with the triggers? That might happen, you know. Like it, it's like all right. You, you just, don't. Sometimes you have an off day, wings. All right. You know, I, I, you might drop me into like a thirty v one. They all have guns, and I have like a sword or something. I like my odds. <laughs> just button mash until they all die. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like I'm playing God of War, pretending to be an assassin. I tell you, I, when the holiday Steam sale starts and Dead Rising Two hopefully goes on sale, I'm so buying that, and I'm buying a second copy for somebody. I don't even know who to, to do the code. Oh, Lefty, with. I got an Xbox One right here with your name on it, son. Do not. Uh, no one's gonna be yeah, exactly three ninety nine. How much no, is I got, Wings I got, trying I got to sell game it for? To ship with it. You can buy it too. How much is Wings trying to sell it for? Seven hundred. Wings, what's your price on that? What? The fuck out of here, seven. I don't I, even get a PKA discount. It's four. It's five forty. Who is moving their mic constantly? It is not me. My hands are right here. Is it Kyle? How could it be me? I don't know. Do you have a mic? I've got a drink in my hand. Well, here's what I figured. If you go buy a brand new Xbox, which mine's pretty much brand new. I've used it less than 10 hours. Uh All right. So you, you pay brand new and it's 538. I have two games with it, and you get you get if you even get those used, you're looking at eighty bucks. So I'll give you a used game thing. Got a charge and play, a controller, and uh, I've done some installation for you, and the fact that they're hard to come by. Is this a Geek Squad charge we got going on here? Whatever. I mean, they're hard to find too, still. So I figured like seven hundred bucks. You know, that's pretty much what I've paid for it. I'm not looking to make money off of it. Let's sponsor PKA, Heather, Woody's Gamer Tank on TV. And, uh, and you can help me so buy Wiggs Xbox One. are they would to come with it? Uh, Battlefield and COD Ghost. Are those games that would interest you, Lefty? I, I, the only reason I would buy an Xbox One is for Dead Rising 3. I give less than two shits and a fuck to borrow a phrase from We could trade both those games in and get Dead Rising 3 for free. Oh, God. So I'm paying eighty dollars for Dead Rising Three. <laughs> what you're saying? I'm covering the ship at home, boy. Weighs a metric goddamn ton. You could break a, a small person's back with it. You, you might not understand, Lefty. The installation is already done on these. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might not understand. You might installation could be like four and a half goddamn hours in some cases. Mm-hmm. It can't, dude, more, more. <laughs> it, I did the digital installation for uh, what the hell is it called? Ghosts. And like, I think could, it was could over some of that been downloading it though? Like, because you downloaded it, it pretty or like early on in the release, and the cloud servers might not have been they might have been taxed I, with all the people. Yeah, well, that's part of it. Like, it, it, I just didn't expect the week I didn't do a mail Monday. A lot of it had to do with the fact that it, the, the download for COD Ghosts took over eight hours. It might have taken mm. twelve. Like, I didn't time it all, but it was a long time. Mm. Well, this, I'm gonna go this way. 15 minutes to install, hour and 20. Well, okay, For just for the record, my eight hours was because I did digital. Like I, I yeah, had it in my are, head. This is from disk. 
Yeah, mine's not. So I'm just trying to, when you say 15 minutes, I want to make sure people know. It wouldn't be 15 minutes if you did the digital download on the PS4. It would be because it's actually 10 minutes. I doubt it. I've done Assassin's Creed. That's how I got it. It's digital. Within 10 minutes, I could play the game. You, when you say digital, did you download it or did I you downloaded it off the PSN store within 10 okay. minutes? I could play the game in HD. Really, that's pretty good. What you can you can play it while downloading it. I knew you could do that. I just figured you'd have to download it from. You have to give it more than 10 minutes head start. Especially with Wings' internet. Knack, too. 10 minutes at Knack, Wings' internet. Knack, Knack Harps at something like 38 seconds or something like that. It takes for the time you buy the game to the time you could play it. You didn't just bring up Knack, did you? Yeah, <laughs> it's the one I remember harping at like this excelling time on the digital downloads. <laughs> it might be three minutes. I might be way underdoing it, but it's a very small time, Knack is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't, I, you know what? I I like the keyboard and mouse. That's a good thing. I like my monitors and the graphics oh, card. That's a good thing. The, the Xbox mod, though? That's cool. I swear a lot of the reason that I'm, I'm kind of into the PC thing now is I think the environment that I have here. I just don't see gaming on a couch anymore. Mm-hmm. See, I hate gaming in the computer chair. I want to own like an oversized chair in my office so I can play in that. Yeah. Get one of those uh, racing chairs that everybody's getting. Hey, my now. new Aver Media card I might be buying, and that red button, if it looks wirelessly as it is, I might just get an oversized chair and just rec- like press the button on the ch- the chair. <laughs> it's wired, though. It, it, mine was wired anyway, unless it changed. But it's a six-foot wire or something. I'm not sure if that helps you or not. That doesn't help me. No, you need an extender USB. You can get that. Dude. I hate I hate running extra through extra through extra. <laughs> yep, yep. <sighs> Easy way to get you know a lot of cables tied up. Dude, my cable my my shit's a disaster area. Ask Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Kyle had to step out for a sec, but yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying like if you look under my desk, you think there was a fire hazard. Well, to to move to a more morbid topic, there was another school shooting in Colorado. When? Yeah, I think Today. that's the news news's fault more than it is the shooters. Today, I was gonna buy a gun too. Now that would be a wreck. Well, you probably should. <laughs> you gotta, probably you gotta, sell a gun right now. It was yeah. a shotgun. He walked her two two injured. I I don't. I think they've. I think they were only two injured, and then he took his own life with a shotgun. I will say I with people, shotguns, it seems to be the gun the least amount of people attack. Like, if he had used an M4 AR-15 variant, then everyone would be after it. If he had used an AK-47, everyone would be after it. But if you use a shotgun or, like, a bolt action, everyone's like, eh, that's a multi-purpose tool. Yeah, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole here, but shotgun would be my weapon of choice in a crowded school. Would it? Oh, dear. Here we go. Yeah, dude. Shotgun with a wide choke on it. Semi-automatic, I guess, maybe? Yeah, dude, just, just boom, boom, boom. And every time you get downtime, just start loading shells while you're walking. Kyle should have been here for that. <clears throat> yeah, we need Kyle for this conversation. <laughs> that, that, was, that was definitely something Kyle should have witnessed, oh, I think. <laughs> but, but I, think, I, I think it's the news's fault all these school shootings are happening because they're, they're in excess right now. And I think it's because they're glorifying people on the news. If you want to get on the news, you want to get your name infamous, shoot a school. Well, that that was the that, life hacks from Wings of Redemption. <laughs> I, you want to be famous? I got you a tip. You want right a reality here. show on MTV? 
I, I know I, that name. I know that Holmes kid, the guy who shot up the Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, these these shooting up these public places and like schools, they didn't used to be this damn rampant. Now they well, fucking are. And I think one that thing. Are life or. Well, I think one people one thing I think it's behaviorists or, or I think they're less common now. They just get more media attention. What's a lot more common are copycats in the immediate wake of something, like Sandy Hook and and all this stuff. There's a lot of uh, psychologists, I think, or maybe a psychiatrist. They did studies that what makes uh, a copycat act way more likely is rampant news coverage is everybody showing up to Sandy Hook and doing story after story after story about Sandy Hook or Virginia Tech or Columbine. And it just gives people that have legitimate mental issues, it gives them an avenue to be like, oh, well, this is how I, you know, express myself. And that, they've said, that that shows a high correlation of of rampant news coverage and then copycat-style actions afterwards. I don't know. People are going to blame the gun. Like, I seen a stupid argument the other day that J- Japan has something like four gun deaths a year. And, like, and well, Japan has these super strict gun laws. You have to show them where it is in your house. You have to show them the locks. You have to so- show them how to disable the locks. They have to call you once a month. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have less guns, you're going to have less gun deaths. That's not obvious. And Japan as a culture is, you know, they, they commit crime less. I think they're, like, what... I, this is PKA statistics, but I feel like Japan is like the least has the least crime in all all of the modern countries. No, it's got to be somewhere in Northern Europe, somewhere one of those Iceland maybe, which isn't really Northern Europe, but you know what I'm talking about. One of those countries is definitely. But where it, just, it, might all, be, it might not be the top, but it's close. It's up there. They have a very low crime rate to begin with. You can't compare it to America, which is which which like six out of ten people own a gun. And like three out of ten people have committed some kind of felony in their life. You see, but isn't that not a very good way to measure a <laughs> because of the you know the the felony because every there's a whole bunch of shit that's just a random felony. So like yeah, every x amount of people out of y percentage are you know have committed yeah, a felony. The United States also has the most profitable prison system. That's one reason we have more felonies and shit in other countries. Right. That's why we're one of the most highly recidivist. Societies, you know, you you get you get a ticket for everything. Mm -hmm. I watched a video on YouTube today of of cops, two cops, taking a trucker in Virginia and searching his vehicle for like 18 minutes trying to find a speeding detector, like a radar gun thingy detector. Mm. Is it illegal? Is that really worth 20 minutes of taxpayer money because this guy has a radar detector in his truck? They're legal in some states. Really, Virginia is one of the states they're legal in. But like, you spent that's two cops. For 20 minutes, that, that's what? That's like $20 of, of taxpayer money they sat there wasting for what? They didn't They didn't make the streets safer. Who here has a radar they, detector? Does anyone have one? I don't have one. I don't speed. That's right. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> I wonder if they have any value now. Like it, back in the, I had them when I was like a long time ago. It's not really relevant. But um, it seemed like they picked up more liquor store alarm systems than they did police. And they picked up police, but... There were so many false positives. If you slowed down it every time it beeped, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just might as well not speed. I remember as I was approaching the age of, you know, driving, I saw some report, some inges- investigative reporting was done where it's like they actually tested radar detectors. 
and it was just like, you know, it was it was exactly what you said, Woody. They said, well, yeah, it does pick up radar from the police, maybe. But it but, also picks up Walmarts. Right, it picks up everything. It picks up, you know, somebody opening their garage door. It picks up a whole lot of stuff. So it's not really worth it. So I was like, I'm just, I'm going to leave earlier instead like of speeding. They're like 500 bucks for a good one. Well, what is a good one, really? I mean, a good one has to be would have to be directional, wouldn't it? No, a good one um, is updated weekly, like wirelessly, like mm. through like towers and stuff. Like, and then and they have like screens on them that show you like common hotspots and people, like other drivers can like 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 I got called here, so watch out in this area. You know, like pop up like ah, police warning area, speed trap area, known speed trap area, and different warnings like that. That should be the next thing phones do. Right, like phones are amazing because they're computers, they're internet browsers, they're gaming devices, they're GPSs, they're phones, they're all all these things wrapped into one. It should be a radar detector too. Bam! Now everyone has some sort of anti-police collaboration system. This is where they like to sit, etc. Oh, dude, I'm I'm one of those assholes. I'll flash the lights. Like, there's a cop back there. Just warning you. <laughs> to put somebody in a ditch just to warn them about Pokemon I went, down the street. I, I went, through, I went like last. It might have been last week. No, the week before I went through a uh, checkpoint. It was in Deerfield, which is a um, which is a neighborhood that's you know high end. It's not exactly a crime spree area. And I'm like, dude, why are y'all doing a drunk driving checkpoint at the entrance to Deerfield? This is a total waste of taxpayer money. How did they? How did the stop go? What did they do to you? It was it, it was like license and registration. You handed it to him. You've been drinking tonight, sir? No. Do you have any concealed weapons? Yeah. Where is it at? It's in the middle console. Hey, why are you guys doing this in Deerfield? I said. He goes. I don't know. I was told to. <laughs> did they? Did you have a? Was it random? Was every car stopped? Or every car was stopped. There was two cops, and every car that went through got stopped. Hmm. I, I figured it wasn't a drunk driving checkpoint. Because he didn't even look at my insurance. He didn't even look at my license. He held it in his hand and handed it back. Right. Is Kyle back yet? It would appear not. Uh, I was thinking, when Kyle returns, we should do a lightning round. Let's do it with Kyle. Let's make the questions up right now. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle can be the recipient. (sighs) I got my first one already. Oh, that's not fair, Wings. Yeah, he picked the candidate and already is ahead on the questions. Let me think here. I also have the advantage that I've lived with a man for a month. Mm. I've got one. I have one. I don't know if I like this one. My second one's kind of personal. I don't know if he'll dig that one. <laughs> oh, God. I'm running by you guys since he's not here. Sure. You've been on, on and off the vape for a while now. What is the reason to return to regular smokes? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Cutting him deep. I'm just saying, like, like the vaporizer is supposed to be, like, this thing that, you know, helps you get off smoking, but most people just 
bounce back and forth on and off it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mine's more personal. <laughs> but we'll see. Let me think. Hmm. Um, I'm on number two. Let's see. Kyle's kind of hard because you want to ask him questions about his alternate life of being a Playboy millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... There you go. I feel like I came back in the middle of a game. Kyle, we're doing lightning round, and we're going to ask you the questions. Oh, I'm at two. I'm just finishing up number three. Wow, everybody turned on me. I just went to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was a while. We all know there was poo involved. <laughs> no, I get I got carried away and I I, I was I was you got talking. carried away. So what did, I was, what else did you do? I know. <laughs> well, I I got sidetracked. Surprise so, orgy. No, nothing like that. I, I got my jock in my hand anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. I was talking to Kitty and she didn't know who David Spade was and I was like, well, cuz I was trying to explain Joe Dirt to her and I was like, well, have you ever seen any of Chris Farley's movies? He was in a couple of those, and she's like, who's Chris Farley? And I'm like, you don't know who Chris Farley is? And then I have to explain who Chris Farley is. So we watched you know, some YouTube videos really quick so that she could – I didn't feel like I could return to the show without first educating someone who David Spade and Chris Farley are. All right. <laughs> she, she made us sit there watch this stupid like, you know, English sitcom that wasn't funny at all, but she didn't know who David Spade and Chris Farley is. Man, that British, that British. Well, she knows it's boring, but she watches this this British like soap opera type show, like down. Maybe it's Downtown Abbey or something. I know. I I think that's a big classic over there. I may have, may even have the right show, but all I know is it is very dry, and it is just a little bit more interesting than normal life, if you can imagine that. It, it, it's it's like they made a a drama about a, some pretty normal lives. And you just watch them pay bills it's and be mad at each other. It's my grandmother without the drug dealing and the shooting. Yeah, Wings House is much more interesting than <laughs> than that show. I would much rather watch a 30-minute recording of like the highlights. My of grandmother's it. much more uncouth as well. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if you want to get some YouTube views, you need to get yourself you, – it's a bit of an investment, but you need to get yourself like three or four or five GoPros, set them up around that house – Mm-hmm. And you need to do every, you know, you need to edit like every every two or three days, Kyle edit it together, next little video. And for Thanksgiving, I wish you would live stream that thing. Imagine yeah. the Wings of Redemption live stream. Like I thought about doing a video because it was really like cracks out a pocket knife and starts carving the turkey. Like shit, go down. I want to see. You. She used one of those uh, electric knives, but she, but she couldn't control it. Was was <laughs> was it a turkey? It was a turkey. Oh, I, I was thinking I, it would be one of those big-ass things of Pam. But we have paper plates at our Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, but a lot of people do for easy cleanups. Oh, it depends if you're doing like a like – a, eh, 
it just depends how you're aiming at it. I've I've done it both ways. Hmm. I'm on five. I'm five in. I can't. They're I'm not five good ones. I've got Christ. five too. All right, that's plenty. That's that's. I need one more. I need my fifth. I need, I need a good one. You run highway to the danger zone. I'm just looking at Lefty when I sing that. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got some got some questions ready to go. Is anybody else excited about the new Godzilla movie? Mm. I've only seen the parachute scene. Brian Cran- I, there's a quick scene of Brian Cranston looking very, very upset. Like he like puts his hand over his mouth and cries. Is it going to be the American Godzilla or like a, a remake? Ma- of- Looks like American Godzilla. So it's going to be the one from like um, the uh, Matthew Broderick? No, no, no. Like a whole new reboot. And and they said that scale wise, this one was like twice as big as the last one. This one's like 450 feet tall. It's supposed to be 450 feet tall. No, the original was 55 uh, meters tall, so like 150 feet, 170 feet, something like that. Oh, I mean, Godzilla's supposed to be big as skyscrapers. I well, at the time, you know, in the 80s, maybe skyscrapers were, were shorter. I, I don't know fit. what to say. All right, who's first? Let me go first. Do you want to do all five, or do you want to? I'll kick off all five. Let's just do all five each. All right. Here you go, Kyle. Lightning round. What is the most comfortable SUV you've ever slept in? Oh, definitely definitely the Cadillac Escalade. Uh, The one that I was in was a used one, uh, which meant that the customer had customized it a lot. And and it used to belong to a televangelist, a black televangelist in Atlanta. Those guys rake in the cash, and it had, like, gator skin everywhere. It It was sweet. All right. You've been on and off the vape for a while now. What is the reason to return to regular smokes? I, I, I'm sorry. Say that again. You've been on and off the vape for a while now. What is the reason you keep returning to regular oh, smokes? Oh, honestly, it, it's when um, it's if if I lose a charger or lose my battery to my my vaporizer. That's the only reason I smoke a real cigarette because it it, it honestly is because I'm never like I could do this or could do that, and I choose the cigarettes. I never do that if there's an if it's A or B then it's always the vaporizer. But if I'm ever in a situation where I'm like, shit, I left it at home, then I will smoke a cigarette. Okay. I recently tried green tea for the first time, and I rather enjoy it. Is there any other drinks that speed up your metabolism? Uh, green tea is really good, but the thing about it is there's a, there's a lot of different ways to drink green tea, just like there's a lot of different ways to drink the like you know white tea, the Lipton tea that you're used to drinking is sweet tea. So you could drink it hot, and you could drink it sweetened with honey or sugar or some sort of cactus juice. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Stick with the green tea. It speeds up your metabolism. That and red pepper. All right. How do you defy the laws of physics and turn gold coins into liquid? You don't need to defy the laws of physics to turn gold coins into liquid. Yeah, but normally I couldn't swim through gold coins, but you seem to. (laughs) Oh, oh, how do I? Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know how that works. Um, I, I think I just become one with greed, as <laughs> and sort of in the center of my being where a soul would be if I hadn't sold it for that gold. Um, yeah, there. I become one with the gold there in that holy dark okay. spot. Was that your fifth one? No, this is my fifth one right here. Since you got your Cooper tires, how confident are you ready for a road trip? Oh, I'm totally ready for a road trip, and I, I feel like they're more sporty. Um, I, they don't stick as well, 
But I kind of like that. I like the car being a little bit looser, and it feels more like a sports car, like a hot rod, than before when I felt like I had... It, it just wouldn't let me, you know... So it, it, it would never give me all it had. Now it feels like I can kind of cut loose and control the cars sliding and stuff. It's it's more fun to drive now, to be honest. Who's that? Are you done, Wings? I'm done. Uh, Kyle, what is going to be your first big uh, PC game purchase? If you Skyrim. Skyrim will be the first game, because I'm playing that a little bit on the console right now with my girlfriend. Um, it's, she's never played video games, so like she holds a controller and I give her tips, and that's we do that for like two or three hours at a time, which is really fun. Hmm. Um, so I want to get on the PC so she can, because the one thing she appreciates most is like how beautiful the game is, and we're playing on 360 and on Ooh. and and on and on, and on, t- and on a TV. So I'm like you know, if we if we step up to a really nice monitor on my gaming PC and do all the texture packs and what have you, I think it's gonna be really fun. Cool. Um, who would be the first target? For the assassin. <laughs> um, if I could find, I always wanted a female. If I had a choice, um, uh, I would prefer that she's older than thirty, uh, pr- older than thirty-five, and I guess I would slightly lean toward someone more ethnic than, than a white person. This is the per- you want to kill an ethnic. No, I want to sell her. A, no, I want to sell her a car. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then get her number and take her out to dinner. Maybe, maybe. May- hopefully I get her number and she takes me out to dinner. Mm. Um, what is the best Christmas present you have ever given someone? Um, or one that you've been most proud of? I gave my dad a really nice gun last year. Um, it's a, It was a really, really nice gun. And uh, that, that's definitely the one. Like, he, he keeps it in the case, like, wrapped in an oily rag, and he gets it out occasionally and just shows people that he's got it. Mm-hmm. It's it, And uh, I, that's the one. Okay. Uh, Bill Nye made a video pleading for more planetary exploration funding. What needs, in your opinion, more government funding? Definitely um, that. That. You just sit on the... I think interplanetary exploration needs more more funding. That's the that's where majority of our money should be going. It seems like we should be exploring some sort of technology to go out there and like wrangle an asteroid and bring it back within orbit so that we can mine it. Like you know on, on an efficient on an economically efficient level. I know we can't bring stuff from the moon here. That's never going to work. It wouldn't matter if it was pure gold. It still wouldn't make make sense monetarily. But maybe if you could get an asteroid made out of diamonds within orbit. Or made out of you know some some other rare earth material that we need. Maybe it's not diamonds or gold or something like that. Maybe it's platinum or something that could be used for something industrial. All or right. some some really cool new element that make us super strong. <laughs> Maybe it's unobtainium. That one dead comedian to bring back. Who is it? Ooh, one dead comedian. Um. All the dead SNL guys count here too. Phil, Phil Hartman. Belushi. I definitely bring back John Belushi, especially if if I could snap my fingers and it'd be like him, you know, in his prime coming back to now. Mm-hmm. If if I do it and I get like you know sixty eight year old John Belushi, I don't want that because <laughs> if, 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 if the way he lived his life, if, he, if he'd made it to sixty eight, he's gonna be like Ozzy Osbourne. Mm-hmm. If I can snap my fingers and have a brand new John Belushi, totally would do that. After that, probably Richard Pryor. Um, no Sam Kennison, no Rodney Dangerfield, well, Belushi. Dangerfield's fourth. Third would be um, um, Chris Farley. 
I wanted Chris Farley to keep making movies. Yeah, he was good. Beverly Hills Ninja was so funny. Completely underrated film. Yeah, they're just goofy, silly movies, but you know, Chris Farley's just really funny when he when he comes unglued. Was that all your questions, Lefty? Mm-hmm. All right. My questions are so horrible, but this is what's written on the Kyle. It's written here. It's not really my fault. <laughs> you wrote these down. Uh, it's right here on the paper, Kyle. You put it there. <laughs> no, I get it. Do you, look, can you see it? You're consciously deciding to read that piece of paper <laughs> on which you wrote those words. <laughs> Kyle, it's fucking written in ink. And don't blame me, You're all right? <laughs> That's a, okay. You've said that sex on a period is cool. Is yeast infection a no-go? Um, yeah, totally. That's a no-go. I don't think she would be interested uh, during, at that point. I don't think, because that, that, that implies some like irritation and stuff, so right. she's not she's not down. Um, and, and the period sex is not cool with just anybody. Who, that's Wings, that's you. We that's your hands. Wings, every time you touch your stand, it reverberates through your microphone. It sounds like you're scraping out of a metal coffin. <laughs> Does that make a noise? No, you're good now. No. So yeah, I, you, you wouldn't do the period sex with like anybody. I, that's only happened with like one person in my life. I, that's not an every time kind of thing. That's that's All if right. you're you gotta really love somebody you to gotta, fuck their bloody pussy. You get a fluid bond. All right. Um, have the Cooper tires been a disappointment? No, no. As as I said before, they've been more, uh, the car feels more sporty. It, it spins a little more. It's a little bit more loose. I like it. Best movie ever made. Ooh. You know, that's difficult because I, when you say best movie ever made, I can't even say like my favorite one. I, I can't be that greedy. I've got to, I've got to like, I got to think it's, it's a Kubrick movie. Uh, it's, it's either 2001, a space odyssey or it's the shining Okay. to me. Um, do you see yourself as a father and husband someday? If so, how long from now? Um, never a husband. If I if I did become a husband, it would be only for tax purposes. I feel I, I feel like you know uh, I, I feel like marriage is something that's an agreement between two people. It's 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 a spoken agreement between us. If you want to have a ceremony, the point of the ceremony in my eyes is to actually seal the deal. It's to like get all these witnesses here to see this stuff and us to swear. That we're together now, and then to have you know someone preside over it and to make it official. But as far as that marriage license, that's pointless to me. I don't even see the point of that. I don't see how that even gets mixed in there. I don't. I wouldn't want that. Um, as far as a father, I used to say no, um, absolutely not. Right now, I'm like 95% no. And the five percent honestly came from like hanging out at your house for a couple of days and and hanging out with Colin. Uh huh. Uh, this is my last question. Name one thing that you really, really don't want your mom to know about. Oh, let's see. <laughs> um, let's see. Don't want her to know. Uh, um, shit. <laughs> There's so much. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something like you know normal. I don't want her to know that time I peed in her sink because I really had to go. Uh, let's see. I guess she doesn't need to know. You know, um, 
Some of the things I say here, for example. <laughs> <laughs> she, there you go. She doesn't need to know the sorts of things that I, I happen to say sometimes on here. And some of those things that end up in the quote-unquote Kyle's Best Moments album on somebody's uh, YouTube channel. Some stuff like that she doesn't need to know about. Because um, that's, you know, that's me trying to be entertaining. My mom watches Painkiller already now. Wow, that's yeah. a damn shame. She watches Painkiller and she complains that I don't put myself on the big screen often enough. She might be biased. Um, that's hilarious. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that was a pretty good lightning round. There you go. You want guys one new topic? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... A company is is talking about terraforming Mars, and they're going and they're taking donors and lists. Well, they're taking a list of people that are willing to go, volunteers, and they basically running through the cycles. Are they fit enough to do this? Would you be on that first cycle to go to Mars? First, no. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, I will go if um, I can bring one person with me. Um, I don't think I know anybody who would actually come, but I'm going to send some invites out. <laughs> Put it on Facebook. You'll find someone. Yeah, I'll find somebody Who's to in? come with me. <laughs> yeah, I'll find somebody. And uh, Also, I heard there's some new rocket technology that instead of like months, they're talking about 27 days or something, some sort of plasma rocket technology. They were talking about like a month-long trip to get to Mars now. So it's not this whole like, yeah, like six months time. there, eight months back, and you know, or even longer. Like I mean, two and a half years there. Yeah, something insane like that. Like like none of that. Like if you could do it, like a, a month isn't bad. I mean, it's really not. The fastest you're going to fucking Mars. Mars, Mars 151 days. Yeah, well, like I said, I was talking about this new plasma technology. We're 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 that far away from doing it anyway. I would think. But yeah, I'd go if, if and if the, I'll tell you why I would definitely go. Like no questions asked. If they'd let me be the first one to step on Mars, totally down for that. <laughs> totally down for that Neil Armstrong type recognition. Um, that'd be cool. Do it. I'm interested in it, right? There's an adventurer in me that's willing to freaking risk life and just go for that. But I, like, dude, people depend on me here. What if they? What if we put a space annuity together? <laughs> and if Woody should be lost on on the red planet of Mars. Uh, a sum of $3.5 million will be sent to his account. Would that really do it, though? Like, my role is more than just... A sum a of $12.7 million. <laughs> How about this, though? How about and this a mechanical... <laughs> it's the future. It's the future. <laughs> this, this is the future. This is like... It's like, got Robin Williams' voice. I think 2019 is where they, 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 they project to go to Mars. Um, 2019, 2019. Wait a minute. So that's they'll hire Bob Saget to come in once it's a like week. Five, it's like five or six years from now. Yeah, that won't work. Like six years from now, Colin still needs me. He's 16. But here's the question: What if you can take your entire family, Woody, but you have to have more babies? <laughs> I like because that. You Fuck just... it, I'm in. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'll, you, I'll do it. You, you better check with Jackie on this. I, I, did you not hear? I just decided. She's the one having space babies. <laughs> yeah, because like these original people, they're going to send more people, but you have to re you have to start the terraforming, you have to run the machines, and you have to start the population increase. I was, I think I was very clear. I'm, I'm sign me up. We're going to do this. <laughs> we're going to repopulate, not repopulate. We're going to populate Mars with gamer tags. Like, yeah. Here we go. 
I'm gonna make a very own planet, huh? My dick. Exactly, man. I'll be the Johnny Appleseed of Mars. Just, Just, yeah, terraforming, right? All this Earth here, I put that there. All these people, that was a group effort. Here we go. I mean, yeah, technically you'll be great later on, but you're gonna live a very shitty life the rest of your life on Mars because there's no coming back. It's a one-way trip. That's not necessarily true. Well, not not for a while. Like they're not gonna be like, oh, here's a ship. Hope you have enough jet fuel on Mars to send it back. Uh, come on. Dude, there's got to be some signals in Mars. Like, all I need to be happy is some decent HVAC and Netflix. <laughs> you can't get anything <laughs> on Mars. What's that? You won't get internet signal from Mars. Yeah, you can. Will. Be 45. The ping would be huge. Yeah. Right, Six so, minutes. So, so gaming's an issue. Actually, so Cisco did the routers for um for the Mars rover. And uh, it, like they, I was in this company meeting, and they were telling us about it. They're like, you know, there's something called a time to live on the packet. If the packet doesn't arrive by this time, you resend it. And they're like, you know, that was one of the things we had to do. We had to change the TCP protocol to have this, you know, time to live that would last for like, you know, 12 to 15 minutes, so that they could send the, you know, the, get the speed of light. It just takes that long, or to, to send the message and decode it and stuff. And if you look at how the Mars rover works. Like a normal remote control car, you uh, like you sort of say go forward or make a right. But this thing, they had to do it differently. They said go to this spot because you say go forward, and then like you can't tell if it went forward. You don't know how long to press the button. You know you might hold it forward for like ninety seconds, and then you wait and see what you get. And you maybe mm-hmm. you went too far. But if you say travel to this point on the planet, that's how they did it. And Cisco played some kind. Of, I didn't personally play any role in it. But they were kind of like, you know, look, we're we're freaking Cisco. We're doing amazing things, including the telecom infrastructure for Mars. You said there's a time to life on packets. Like, so those like TV signals we sent out in the 30s, they 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 probably broke ground and deteriorated. No, they didn't work on TCP/IP. No, this is this is the packets that flow on the internet. And and basically, you know, I need to know if this thing arrived, and if I don't get a response by this time, you know, the time to live, then I'll send it again. Yeah, because those those TV signals, like they're radiating outwards forever. They're at the speed of light. Like when they get to anything significant, they'll probably just be filaments of light. Like they're not. How insane would it be if we saw some alien TV broadcasts? Like we wouldn't even know what to think. Yeah, that would be fucked up though. If we like you look at your TV, like if we saw fucking like like the the Zorgon people. And we saw like 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 some sort of crazy Holocaust going on where they were like destroying like a bunch of mole people, and, and we wouldn't know what we just seen. Was this like the nightly news? Was this a movie? Was this uh, was this a fantasy movie? Just like, imagine it's a war movie that you catch and you think there is like a threat. Yeah, exactly. Like like how many monster movies have have we made where we killed every alien imaginable? If I'm an alien and I see that, all we Every movie we make about aliens, just about, we kill them. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what we're beaming out in the space. They're watching The Thing. They're watching Predator. Yeah, they're watching Alien. Especially yeah. watched Avatar and like, oh, God, these white people. Yeah, they're watching fucking Avatar. What if what if they're actually blue? What if they look like Avatar people and they watched Avatar? James Cameron may have fucked us all. <laughs> they're pissed. 
Like we don't even know what adamant or we don't even know what unobtainium is, but we, we're gonna fuck, fuck you and all your marines and stuff. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, what if they saw the Avengers and they thought we were legit like that here, and they they just stayed there? Like, we we don't go there. That's the dark zone. That's where the Avengers live. They protect that planet. They like not want to come because they show up looking for Optimus Prime and his crew. Like, where are they at? Like, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's... Yeah, if they took in, if they took any stock into, into any of those movies they saw, they'd be horrified of Earth. Like any action movie or or, or like sci-fi movie, they'd be terrified of like anything redeemable about the Transformers movies. Like, are they? I no, don't watch them ever. No, I haven't seen. I I've seen enough of one of them to know that they're evil and they shouldn't be watched. So that I never know what they're about. <laughs> and that's how it's always going to be. I've seen fragments of them too. Like it's just like a. Big clusterfuck of metal it's a, smashing it, things. Yes, it, it's like, giant metal people hitting each other. I can't tell who's good and who's Shia LaBeouf. Can you color and, code them or something? <laughs> and, and and a lot of like robot voices saying stuff that I don't care. <laughs> and that girl, what, what's her name with the big thumbs? Megan Fox, who's the most, beautiful, Megan who's the most beautiful woman on the fucking planet. I'll, that's one of the reasons I don't watch it. I mean, any Transformers viewing session can only live in midway with masturbation. Like, like, <laughs> well, I got almost got to Optimus Prime, but then I saw Megan Fox get out of the pool, so didn't make it. How hot is she now? I don't know. I don't keep up with that sort of thing. But but it, she was so hot like a year ago. How could it have gone downhill? Oh, I don't know. A year ago she was still hot? Didn't they replace her with someone else? Where? Yeah, but I think she wanted more money. She, they didn't replace her because she wasn't hot anymore. Yeah, I don't think that was the deal. Hmm. I don't think that's a, that was a thing. She's she was just a little to... guy. Eventually all these Hollywood stars, yeah, they're not as hot as they once were. They become your mom. Lindsay Lohan. That's not oh, it. I mean, that's like, man. dude, I will go here. Jennifer Aniston. She's lovely. She seems like she'd be wonderful to know and such. But, you know, when you think sex symbol, you used to think Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Yeah, that's. She's still fit, too. I, I think Kim Basinger would be a better example. Mm. Is she 50 yet? She has to be. Yeah, She's hot so. for a long time. Megan Fox, maybe, too. We'll see. Meg Bryan, that woman. She soured. She was like <laughs> she the, went south quick. She was yeah. the cute one. Everyone wished was her girl was your girlfriend until like one time. I don't know. Overnight, all of a sudden, you're like, wow. She soured, dude. It was like somebody. That's like, a thing. Like, it was like she had a stroke or something. Like like she very quickly, her face changed dramatically. They always rip on like, oh, plastic surgery. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. I, you don't know what it looks like without it. You know, mm-hmm. you had to see the before. You had to see the what would have been. And I think she might 52. be 52. Good Lord. Yeah. Man. Like Ryan's 52? Yeah. No, I remember beating off to that. <laughs> Wings is oh. a mic toucher. I'm just calling you out. Wings. Hey, if you got a big microphone, you got to play with it. <laughs> oh, dear. Point stance. Never mind. I take it there back. There we go. Wow, Meg Ryan, what happened? URL. You got mail. No, 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 just Meg <laughs> Ryan image search. It breaks it down by year, too, which is oddly, like, poignant. Like, here's what she looks like now, 2013, and it is, wow. Meg Ryan. What about Cameron Diaz? Has she aged well? No. 
Cameron Diaz, 2013. Oh, God, no, she has not. Nope. No, no, no. She used to be the thing. The thing. Well. She's only 41. I remember watching her in The Mask when she was a sex symbol. The Mask? Ah, The Mask. That was a good movie. So, like, this is what she looked like when she, like, broke onto the scene. Like, she was really cute. You guys aren't seeing this, but the people watching the show are. And then it seemed like overnight she popped into, you know, like a different thing. And and her mouth got wider or something. Like, yeah, she went from this to this. And uh, that's Hollywood, man. That's Meg Ryan, when she was young, is like the ideal woman of my dreams. Yeah, and the roles she played all kind of fit. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. At fifty-two, she's not a bad fifty-two. It's very true. Even at fifteen, when I was looking for like girlfriends, I'll go earlier. At twelve, as I'm looking for my seventh-grade girlfriend, I would look for people who were pretty much wife material, right? It was just what I was looking for. I called it girlfriend material at the time, right? I wasn't thinking of marrying these people at twelve, but I didn't just look for someone who would be. I don't know, like good enough. It was like, this is someone who I need to engage in at every level. That's what I looked for in girlfriends since the start. And Meg Ryan was like that person. Like Meg Ryan, somehow you're just like, yeah, that she's awesome. And then it was like overnight. She, you know, she did what happens to everyone. Eventually she got old. Yeah, it happens. It's just a fact of uh, fact of life. Getting old, it's not for sissies. You ever see that? Do you ever see a YouTube video? Beauty takes hours, handsome takes seconds. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a good what was video. the premise of it? Well, you have a woman that gets out of bed with no makeup on, and she's like looking like Cruella Deville. Who's that? That's Kyle. That was Kyle, Kyle, right? I think I saw his little. Yeah, he even popped go. up on the yeah he, he even yeah. popped up on the yeah. and then you have a guy that gets out of bed he like licks his hand slicks his hair back <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you think I do in the morning I do more than that I think you do more than that yeah it's a comb yeah, I mean like <laughs> with the way your light hits you sometimes lefty I wonder if you have makeup on no that's just the Logitech C920 web yeah that's what we were just <laughs> bringing you a full 1080p stuff. video. Yeah, before the show started, I was complimenting Lefty on his camera work there. Oh, thank you. Very HD, coming in nice. So you have two canister lights? Are they, are they hot? Are they, are they, are they... Oh, yeah, it gets hot. It gets hot. Yeah. I have an LED light and a fluorescent light kind of combined. I really need a third one from this side over here. Mm. I really need to get rid of that one and paint this fucking wall behind me. Paint it what color? Green. Something that isn't that green, dude, I, I, for green I've screen. I've that ever since I put it on there. Please paint that wall green screen green. Remember how Junkyard used to do those videos where he was like wearing cowboy hats and shit? <laughs> Dude, like, like he was trying to do that for real. Like, Why like, are you like, always hate on Junkyard? I'm, I'm never hating on Junkyard, man. I, He's I, just Junkyard a guy was... out there doing his thing. I wonder man. if Junkyard would do PKA again. I'm not hating on Junkyard. I like I mean, Junkyard. I'd be interested to see where he's at now in life. He's probably having a great fucking time. He like 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 he's his, his income was never all that depended on YouTube. I hope he's out there doing. Yeah, it. he was I'm doing that eBay buy. business for a long time with the. Uh, I like Junkyard was a great person. Yeah, until he had his angry hat on. 
<laughs> we brought that out. We did that. But who doesn't have an angry hat they put on now and then? Should we tell that story? Because I doubt me. I don't know it. I don't know it. Lefty like doesn't know even it, know actually. what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. All right. Oh, my God. I'm embarrassed <laughs> of this story. So <clears throat> this is the one time when we got up to no good and, and, and went dark mode for a second. And it was my fault. It was just all my idea. I, t- I, t- I take credit and the blame. So this is what happened. Machinima, um, as a network, went down for a day. And it was because a similar situation to what just happened where they were just uh, – go ahead. Let's tell it together if you don't mind. Machinima yes. at the time was the center of the gaming world, right? Thanks. Now there are other people around. There's makers. There's, there's lots of like big brand name channels that aren't with Machinima. As a matter of fact, the biggest ones aren't anymore. But um, – at the time, Machinima, and in particular, even the Machinima channels, like the Respawn channel or the Machinima main channel, like when a video went up on Respawn, everyone was like, ooh, ooh. And people were saving the best of their best videos to go on Respawn. Like if you got a 40 and 4, you put it on your channel. If you went 70 and 2, you put that thing aside for yeah. Respawn. Because we got paid for those for one thing, and that was the main stage. Right. And that was what was most important to, to many of us, was right. the main stage Your aspect. channel was off-Broadway. Machinima was Broadway. Big show. Right. So one day, it was gone. And all <laughs> the videos were gone. And we were all sitting in a Skype chat. And the reason was a, a copyright issue, which was rectified within you know 36 hours or so. And everything was back to normal. But we were sitting there contemplating what the issue was, and, and I think we had actually figured it out. And we knew everything was going to be cool because Machinima was big, and you know, it wasn't going to be a big issue. And the, I was, the, the owner of Machinima, I don't know if it's still true, was like on the board at YouTube or Google or something. Yeah, they had some people on the board of YouTube, so, so they had some sway. It, it, basically, the, our little group knew that this was not a big deal, even though the masses had no information, really, so they were freaking out. Like, this is the end of the world. They had no information, so someone had to supply them with information. So, and, and I saw this situation, I was like, they're ripe for manipulation. We or could do something so wonderful here. Disinformation or so would evil. fit here. Disinformation, <laughs> propaganda. So I'll be minister of propaganda for this story. So, <laughs> so I said, we need to blame it on somebody. I was like, who can we blame it on? I was like, Junkyard. And, and it, you Let's have to know, around Ken Burton's name too. Junkyard. You have to, there was a lot of jealousy toward Junkyard at the time because everybody wanted to be on the main stage. I know Wings of Redemption in particular would have like three months worth of video. Used to give you videos to them via Dropbox. Mm-hmm. He'd have all these videos sitting in this Dropbox, just waiting every day, thirsting and hoping that his video would get on the main stage. And then they had these things called premiere directors, of which Junkyard was one. And everything Junkyard wanted would go up on Machinima. So All right, let me just say this. like two videos a day. Just if you say, he'd upload 90-second Junkyard quickies. <laughs> That's what they're called. <laughs> let me describe a Junkyard quickie. It's Black Ops 1. It's, it was, it was Modern Warfare 2. And Black okay, Ops well, 1, but yeah. I saw, the one I saw was Black Ops 1. This is when it got really bad. Black Ops 1, and it was a sabotage game. And as you know, you Always. just basically... Yeah, so, you know, sabotage even have 10-second games almost. You know, they're really <laughs> short. You grab If it's a small map, you grab the bomb, plan it, the bomb goes off, game fucking over. That would be the game. His character would not be the one who planted the bomb 
defended the bomb, or in some instances get more than one or two kills. <laughs> literally post one and, kill games. And, and the whole respawn. point and the whole point of the commentary was be sure to come on to my channel and check out a whole new junkyard series where we're making ice cream at home and doing Stuff you, other stuff you don't want to see. And <laughs> it was every just time. like, well, he'd, yeah, hey, hey, part of the junkyard quick equation is I ask you a question. So, oh, what God. do you like more, chocolate or vanilla? Come on to my channel and answer that question. All every right. time. 90 so second the, videos. And here we all were. Like, we've got our best stuff sitting in this folder waiting on, a, you know, someone who doesn't need to be named to, like, grab it, to just reach in there and grab it. And you'd Skype this guy and you'd be like, hey, man, that's a 55. Let me just say this. I can't. Two of the videos that I see, that I put in those boxes, um, just those two amounted to about five million views in in the long run. And, and they sat in that box for a month and a half, and that was the last time I really looked in that box or cared where that box was or, or who was attached to that box. I was like, they, they don't know what they're doing. That's just poor decision making. Five million view videos, but these junkyard quickies would go up. Same day, go up. every Left day, right. same day, roll it in, blow it up, no. get ten thousand views. <laughs> so, so it's not that we didn't, you know, and, and it, none of that is to the fault of junkyard. He's not doing anything wrong. That's just what he does. Those are his videos. It's just that we don't feel that they should be there. So we were jealous. We were jealous. We really were. You know, not of his skills, but of his position, and and we couldn't fathom it. So, we didn't do this to like destroy junkyard. That wasn't our end game. It was such a ridiculous accusation that that it was just comical. So we literally put it out there that junkyard did it. Junkyard's the one who took down, down the machinima. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we made it sound like he had done it aggressively. Like he went out and like punched machinima in the mouth or something, and like taking it down that way. And he immediately. Made a rash decision from all the. Wait, you know, didn't the... X Jaws call his house? Did we leave that out? Was that intentional? <laughs> X Jaws did call his house. <laughs> oh god. X Jaws called his house, playing the role of an angry fan, <laughs> <laughs> saying like, you know, you son of a bitch, you took down Machinima. I'm gonna you get you. Or, or this some... was before Twitter and Facebook was big. Yeah, yeah, and. Um... Oh. So pretty much the biggest thing in social media was the machinima thing. <laughs> so, so as you can imagine, I forgot about the X-Jaws thing. <laughs> I don't think anybody needed to know that part. <laughs> that's, that's what sent him over the top. That's, the, to me, the essence of the story. That, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, No, no, it was because he was getting comments on his videos and stuff, but it wasn't until someone called him and called him. And, and so yeah. he rashly makes a video. tried to get his daughter's name too. I don't know about all that. But, sure. uh, but, he tried, but he quickly and rashly made a video of his anger. And it was oh. comical. So, and, and by the way, Junkyard always wears a hat, right? He wore this, like, uh, what I think of, like, this Irish flat hat. Is there a name for that that people know? No, he had the one with the long bill on. Like, almost like the Sandlot Kid. No, no, that's the angry hat. You're thinking of oh, the yeah. angry hat. No, I'm thinking of the everyday hat, which is the everyday hat he wore was. Uh, it was like I, I think of it as like a, a Scottish golf cap or like. Something. Yeah, it looks like an old man thing. Yeah, and he just wore that all the time, and that was like you know part of like so what the top of his head looked like. He just constantly wore a hat. But um, but then he made a rash video out there, and he just went nuts. He was like, what the fuck? You people Red are all playing with me? Yeah, he was dropping F-bombs, and, um, and, and it added a little something to it because it was really out of character for him, right? Mm -hmm. like, like, he was always, like, super upbeat. And, like, Mr. Rogers. 
Mr. Rogers almost. And every time he got a kill in Call of Duty, he'd say, Booyah! Right? And he's just, you know, he's like, and he'd just be like doing his commentary. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm really happy and things are going fantastic and this and that. And Booyah! 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 And then, like, he'd get, like, triple kill or something and he'd do his thing. But it was always so upbeat and always so positive and And, you know, that was, like, the, the kind of vibe he had while he was commentating. That to see him go angry and dark like that was in stark contrast to what you expected from Junkyard. And then somebody went and, like, took a bunch of his videos and made, like, a montage where they cut it together and made it look insane. It's called record, that person was not me. No, I don't know who did that. (laughs) But it is among the most hilarious videos on YouTube to me. Because I know the whole story. And if you go to youtube.com forward slash jdread007, you can watch that video. Or I could link you gentlemen in the chat right now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, so what you have here is apparently they compiled together many of his videos. They must have downloaded like 30 of them. And they put together a quick little montage. I cannot show this. I'm going to get copyright. No, you can't show this. It. You'll have to go. Oh, yeah, you guys should be watching along with us right now. Couple college I, I can't watch with the audio on because oh, uh, that's a damn shame. Okay, I'll have to watch it after the show. Yeah, it's it's quite funny because they mashed together his regular Mr. Rogers esque videos where he's very nice, cordial, and I'm sure that's exactly how he conducts himself 99.999% of the time. But they're spliced together with that point zero 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 one percent, and it's hilarious. <laughs> I would like to have Junkyard on Painkiller already. I'd I, love it. I feel like he's he's uh, like gone beyond YouTube into the like the, the history books of you know he's a, he's a YouTube legend. He was a, like a Machinima premiere director when that really meant something. At, the, at Machinima's peak, Junkyard was that guy who who was the insider who was on top. And uh, you know, I kind of wonder what he's like. Where is he now? What's he up to? How's he doing? Yeah, Junkyard's a legitimately nice person every time I've ever met him. But he faced the wrath of Wings. He wanted to play on my team. Oh, that <laughs> you two are not a fit. Wings booted him. And whereas we got him in a lobby, and so so we got him in a lobby one night, and he'd never gotten a nuke in Modern Warfare 2 before. And we were like, well, come on, man, we'll play support. We'll try to get you a nuke. And my buddy uh, J.D. Reed, who, who also made that video on his channel, J.D. Reed 007, uh, he he pops into the game and Junkyard had failed at the nuke like maybe four or five games in a row and uh, and and Reed was like what are you guys doing and I was like he's trying to get a nuke and he got a nuke in three minutes and called it in and left just to just to just to be a dick I guess <laughs> <laughs> he was a he was a pretty strong player so it was it was it was pretty funny but Junkyard's are like 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 Wayne said like we've all said he's a genuinely nice guy that we chose to pick on for absolutely no reason other than the fact that we were a little bit jealous and we thought it'd be Fucking hilarious, which it was. And I didn't do any picking, by the Woody way. Woody didn't do any of it. It was it was like 90% me and... Well, I take that back. Now, I didn't remember X-Jaws calling, making that phone call. I, he can take like a at least as much blame <laughs> as me now, I guess. Yeah, no, that part I'm 100% sure. But, about. dude, I remember but when I, I was doing I, that. I that, assigned... was like a Saturday, that was like a Saturday afternoon, and I was like chilling at my house, like watching cartoons when, I mast- you know, when we masterminded this stupid <laughs> the, fucking thing. The one thing I didn't do is stop it. Like, I, I was on the call. You retweeted. No, you don't. We, we, no, we all got on. Twitter. Like, yeah. I, like I, 
I, I didn't say, hey, guys, let's come to our senses. This is mean. I kind of just but Aren't you glad happen. you didn't because we have this to talk about now? I guess. <laughs> and, and, you know, I wasn't the me of that time either, right? Like, you know, I, I was the, probably the smallest YouTuber on the phone call and stuff. Like, I didn't really have any stature to shut it all down. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I knew it was happening, and I didn't didn't stop it. It was hilarious, and it wasn't like a really direct attack, like a mean, vicious thing. It was just like, you know, we might as well accuse him of, like, assassinating Nelson Mandela. It's that sort of yeah. thing. It's, like, insane, but the younger crowd, like, latched onto it. Because, you know, there were, like, the four or five of us, and I think a, a couple other YouTubers who were moderately sized at the time went along with it, too. Like, X-Giles got a few of his, his friends involved, and so did I. There were, it was... There were... it, there coordinated effort on the call. I can't name them all, but I I'll say there were eight or so in total. Does that sound about right? It was a fucking Legion of Doom back in those days, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Do you remember there used to be like thirty person Skype calls all the time? Oh yeah, you'd have you'd have the British guys in there like Sam and Trout. And, oh uh, yeah, Pyro Puncher. He was in. It. I'm, oh, Pyro Puncher. Every time anybody ate potato chips into their mic, Pyro Puncher would blame Wings. <laughs> that was hilarious. Sometimes it was Pyro. But Sometimes it was me, and I would do it to hear him go crazy. Well, yeah, anytime anybody ate into the mic, they just blame Wings because he was heavy. It was just like he was by default responsible for all eating. I miss the gaming community. <laughs> that was when it was tight, and that's when everything was going right. Nobody was mad at each other. No one was making any money. That's before the jealousy yeah. set in. You know, like yeah. I've never done anything to these other YouTubers, but you know, when I started exploding during Black Ops One. That's when they all started fussing at me. They liked me just fine when I didn't make any money. I, I don't. But like, what happened to Pyro Puncher? I think he's doing well. He's. Uh, I know he's in. Uh, I was going to call it college, but I think it's called university where he is. He wants to be a developer that writes video games. Like, and that's been his passion for like five years now. It hasn't changed. And uh, I think he's still making videos too. He's popular in the. Yeah, Pyro Puncher is a special place in my heart because, like, he like a lot of people want to claim my start off was Hutch. Power Puncher is the guy who pretty much put my channel on the map. Yeah, Power Puncher, he helped me too. He helped me. We yeah, used to play together. Yeah, 10,000 subscribers when I had 800. <laughs> my, I used to listen to Power Puncher. Power Puncher has a strong Irish accent, and uh, my wife was like a sucker for it. And, and when I played with Power Puncher, I'd like, here, here, listen. And she'd be like, oh, my God, that's really him. That's totally – she had overheard – so many hours of Pyro Puncher commentary that when I was like actually playing with him, it was like like a movie star was hanging out with me or something. And <laughs> and she'd like she liked his voice so much there was this whole thing about her leaving me for him. He's he was like sixteen at the time. Like it was, I, I remember this. There were I think you might have done a dual commentary with him about this. <laughs> probably. Probably. But <laughs> but yeah, we used to we used to do dual com sometimes too. Maybe we'll do another one someday. I wonder how he's doing. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, the, I, I like the old school YouTubers. But, you know, I, I do want to say some of them turned a little... I, I guess we did it to Junkyard and they did it to us. You know, some of the guys who paved the way for us started taking a negative bent when we were more successful than them. Like, you know, when we passed by. And that happens. Yeah, it happened to us too, but like I feel like the the guys that passed most of us I don't hate on them though. I don't like, hate on them, but I, I feel like they they got a negative perception of like everybody based on like third party. Like people have a lot of negative perception of me based off what other people have said. Just like you, like like I don't know. 
like the things with Colin, like how you, the people think you abuse Colin. Oh. Yeah, they're so wrong about that. Yeah, they, they, Woody, I think the best parenting style for you would be to take Colin, lock him in a box, never have him interact with other people. Like, that's what would be ideal for him. No, no, no. The, the, Colin's getting so much out of hanging out, like, with my friends on the live stream. He's looking forward to it every day. He's happy, and his progress and his speech has improved, and you know, it, it's been fantastic for him, really fantastic for him. And, uh, you know, people who say that, I, you know, I should lock him in a box and, and – they're just wrong. They're way wrong. They don't know anything about being Colin's father. Leave that to me. I'm good at it. Damn straight. Yeah. But and by uh, the way, junkyard, you're still not getting on my friends list. Oh my god. <laughs> Hating on the man, not even doing YouTube anymore. <laughs> I can tell you, yeah, he could play then. He probably can't play now. <laughs> Is he doing YouTube still? Like I, I feel I like know. we're saying. This stuff about him. I know he was part of the Chronocast with Eat My Diction and Chilled Chaos, um, but they haven't done a podcast for like a couple months. I don't think so. Uh, apparently, Eat My Diction doesn't like PK for some reason. Says who? He's oh, he's not doing it a lot. I'm looking at his recent uploads. Two of them were listed as a month ago, and then prior to that, it's five months ago. Any cooking stuff? No, there's one of him wearing a safety vest, and it's called. Junkyard 129 at AFW Arizona Warehouse. Mm. I had the chance to walk the warehouse, and I thought we would bring you along. So, oh, and I guess he's from five months ago also. Two minutes at work with Junkyard and the warehouse managers. So I guess he's doing something having to do with warehouse management, inventory management. I don't know. Mm. But uh, regular work. So wait, where are you hearing that these people don't like PKA? That's what I've heard. From who? I haven't heard it from them, so I can't tr- I can't trust the source. Then why would you say it out loud in front of a yeah on PKA people? right? Because it gives me it gives me answers like oh no I don't hate you oh cool What'd you oh great because that's the exact way to to try to get somebody like eat my diction or them on is to is to serve to be like they hate the show is eating my diction bigger than us here I don't know eat my diction is doing really well gassy mexican I know like who rolls with him hit 800k today I, I don't think any that. of that matters anyway wings I think you're just looking to, you're just, yeah, you're you're just being a real dickhead that's all what, what you just <laughs> was the virtual equivalent of hitting a girl on the playground that you like that you yeah, want to man, take out cool. to the dance I didn't even hear what he said. He's doing junkyard research at the time. What did we I might not blame him now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I basically said eat my addiction. I've heard that he is not happy with us at Painkill already for some reason. Oh, I wouldn't know. I didn't hear. I was on um, uh, PTFO. Wasn't he on PTFO? No, that was Minnesota Burns. Who else was on it? Chaos Silencer and uh, Mr. Technical Difficult. Oh, I was thinking of MTD when you said Eat My Diction. Eat My Diction is a friend of Kitty's, though, right? Don't they? Steve Anders. I don't. I, I think she, Kitty knows those people. Because Kitty used to hang out with the, the creatures, right? So she would know yeah. Gassy Mexican, I think. I, I don't know. I don't really have an issue with just about anybody, unless they start uploading videos hating. And don't go crazy that that was wings being wings. We don't Mm -hmm. actually, we're not trying to be like, eat my diction, hates us, go. No, No, don't do that. Throw wings under the bus. You threw yourself under the damn bus. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, you crawled in there. Yeah, I wasn't even paying attention. I was I was researching junkyards. I'm looking at junkyards channels as the average gamer channel. Like, dude, you ain't average. 
<laughs> if I didn't know you, if I didn't see your real life videos, I thought you, I, I think you're handicapped when you play Call of Duty. <laughs> no, I've played with Chuck. He's better than you. Oh god! Wait, isn't oh, Junkyard? No. Didn't he get competent by the end? I mean, didn't he become a, no. a gamer? No. No. So, oh, so people don't know Junkyard. He used to make machinima videos. Machinima meaning the where you replace actors with the the things, and they would just go into Halo and do like voice acting and skits. And that's that's he was like big with machinima before Call of Duty gameplay was popular, and uh, that's how he got his premier director thing. But then. When Machinima was passed by COD commentary videos, he switched from one scene to the next. And he just didn't hit what most would consider, like, that minimum level of competence, right? Like, um, you don't have to be amazing at COD, right? Like, Lefty was a good COD player, but he wasn't Mark or Mark of J, I'm trying to say, right? I'm a solid COD player, but I'm not Pwnstar.com. But you, you do have to be solid, right? You typically, you want the guy you're watching to be someone you'd want on your team. And oftentimes Junkyard didn't meet that standard. Mm-mm. Hmm. So I really want Junkyard next week. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we know we're not going to get eat my diction, you dick. I don't even, what? I missed it. He just said that he didn't like PKA. Yeah, it? he just spouted off. He was like, he, I didn't I, even, I, like, I mentioned the Chronocast and how Junkyard was on it, right? Because we were asking, like, is he still doing it? Yeah, YouTube, well, blah, blah, blah. You, and then, you act and, like that's going to ruin it. It's from the repeat. I, I'm the hearing, question was, the question it's just, was, it's just a, an odd thing to say. You just randomly said, it's, it's caustic. What about eat my diction? I heard he don't like us. And and then That's and then you made it so evil though, like he may have put words that, that, in his mouth, that, but you guys make it sound like he called him a I don't know, I, you I, know, I, a yeah, kangaroo like I ran with it. Yeah. What about eating my diction? I heard that guy has sex with kangaroos. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> That's worse what I said, and, and I don't even have that hard southern accent like he put with it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like it wasn't, it wasn't like he said anything wacky. It's easy to delve into the southern drawings. I, 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 I can understand that better than well, anyone. Let me go ahead and speak like this without my southern draw. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hate that voice so much. You do that. That that's that's the. I don't know why you do that accent. That's terrible. That's, that's the wings being professional accent. I know it's the worst. Well, guys, this is what we got to do today. We're gonna go and camp, 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 and camp some more. Pretty shitty. <laughs> It's great. Uh, Junker did a video of like a dog playing with a toy. That's a video I'd do. Don't knock his videos. Stop going through them. <laughs> Just stop Junkyard knocking. made a Junkyard made a cooking video that was so good I made it. Did you? Yeah, they were Dude. hot wings. They were really good. I didn't know how to make hot wings before that, honestly. I'm hungry you know? right now. I've had very little to eat today. I just ate an entire large uh, three-meat pizza, like, as I sat here. That's why I, I sounded like I had my mouth full <laughs> a moment ago. I lost three pounds while doing it. I drank three cherry Cokes while doing it. At, my metabolism is, like, crazy fast right now. <sighs> I'm hungry. I don't know what I'll eat. I know what I had for dinner. What did you have for well, dinner? Oh, can I get a weight loss gain update? I'm at uh, I'm at 405 or 406 somewhere in that ballpark. It's Wait, fluctuating. So you had hit 411 last week. I had 415. Okay, oh, and now so you're, you're down 10. I'm down 10, and uh, I start my physical trainer next week. So I'm hoping to be under 400 by next PKA. That's my goal. Well, it's best of luck to you. Good job. Because I feel like I'm just doing the eating things and like drinking like green tea. I, I drink a lot of green tea. Like I, I do this stuff. 
Is there any sugar in the green tea? There's a little bit. It's like but, 70 calories for like but, Like the whole, ounces. like you get a gallon of it, it's like 450, 500 calories for a gallon. It takes me like four days to drink it. Yeah. Right. It's, you know what's good is, is hot green tea. It's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you can well, put Earl Grey tea, I had some. You can be like Captain You drink Picard. water plain, you, the water gets tiring quick. So I've been yeah. making like Crystal Light. I've I been making one green tea all, and drinking water. I drink water all day long, but sometimes I'll slip and have some sort of sugar drink, like grape juice or something, with meals. Mm. Yeah, if, if, but if there's like a freestyle machine there, I'm not getting water. I want that. I went to the so I went to the Coca-Cola Museum. Have any of you ever been to this place? No. In Atlanta, at the home of Coca-Cola in the Coca-Cola Museum, they have a tasting room, and you go in there, and they have the the Coca-Cola sodas from all around the world, and they're these bizarre colas, and you just got like an unlimited amount of tasting cups, and you just taste like seventy different colas or something. Hmm. Or not colas, but sodas. Like Do they still have Coke too. Do they have that around? No, they don't. But they did have chocolate-covered cherry Coke and gingerbread Coke. It was okay. And they made us sit through a a new cartoon that looked like a Pixar animated film about the Coca-Cola polar bears. Okay. Yeah. It was was an an interesting experience. We paid $35, and then we got marketed to for about an hour. I gotta ask, um, do any of you guys even keep up with the uh, PKA subreddit? Yeah, yeah. Like, I've kind of fell out of it since, since they started, you know, alienating me. I, uh, I I read it about two or three times a day. Wings, that is just constructive criticism. They they just want the best for you. I don't think they understand what the best is. <laughs> I'm just teasing. That's what they say to me all the time. Yeah. Woody just brands everything as hate. It's it's really just you know we're trying to make him not be a cock sucking kangaroo fucker. I think they it feels like hate. All right, look for the for the fucknards that are watching at this point, and you're gonna go to Reddit and start making your posts. We're not liter- being literal when we say all you know you're all fucknards and and all your constructive criticism is bullshit. But you gotta understand that a lot of you don't really know how to be constructive and critique somebody. You don't really know what constructive criticism is. You're just, some of you are just assholes with what you say, and then you expect to be protected by the whole constructive criticism thing. And that's not how it works, okay? It's, just, it's not. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. You got, and, and I, we, we've had a discussion like this off the air before, and, and basically what I said is, yeah, guys, I read that thing two or three times a day, and they're really harsh on all three of you at times, and it's unfair. And I don't know why they all like me so much, but I apologize for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you got, you guys rarely have anything negative to say about me, and I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know why you let me get away with some of the things you let me get away with, but I love you. But thank you for loving my hair, though. Yeah, it's it's totally. Un- wait, wait. Let me show one more time. Seriously, you thought he had a better hairline? Yep. It's better. Deal with it. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, on the subreddit, sometimes I'm on top of the world, sometimes I'm on the bottom. Uh, a lot of times, it's just they want me to do what I was doing two years ago, right? Like uploading every single day, giving Call of Duty tips. And um, their way of getting me to do that is to, like, just rip me apart, you know, mm-hmm. until they get it. And, uh, you know, I... <laughs> I don't know. What's the what's the what's the how do you how do you view it? They 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 broke their toy. 
you know, so I was going to make a video along those lines. Like, you mm-hmm. know, forget it, guys. You broke your toy. I, I might pull, like, a, you know, a hutch and disappear for a few months and just take a break. Or I could pull a scene editor where I just upload weekly and, uh, you know, keep the doors open, keep the lights on. Scene editor for, like, a year when he was working at Machinima when that was his primary mm-hmm. gig would just upload every Friday. That was his thing. There'd be a Friday video every week. And I was like, I could do that. I could do painkiller already because I like making it. I could do mail Monday because I feel like it helps people and call that a channel. You know, that's that. But uh, over time, the whole like you broke your toy, I'm not interested thought process kind of evolved. And now I'm not feeling like that. I'm feeling like stronger. You know, I don't feel broken at all right now. I'm doing great. And, uh, you know, if, if my channel sits there and is – uh, Mail Monday and PKA with a few others, you know, put in here and there. Like, I have a new game mode on WoodyCraft.net that I want to show off. I'll upload that. Um, That's it, what YouTube channels are designed for. Yeah. I, you know, I had some thoughts about Google and their wire, and their internet rollout. I wanted to talk about that. Like, I, every now and then I get really inspired to, you know, talk about a topic that, like, I would do all the time. You know, hey, here's something on my mind. This is my take on it. But, um, uh, so I'm not feeling broken at all. I'm just not feeling obligated, and that's kind of where I am right now. Like every time, you know, some guy shoots me a a message on Reddit or mentions me, and there's something negative there, or my comments are filled with negativity, I feel like, you know, even if I were to make exactly the sort of video that they look for, it would get blasted. Hey, here's a good example. I uploaded Mail Monday this week, and at the start of every Mail Monday, I say, Hey, this is Woody the Unexceptional Gamer. Uh, it's a weekly series. It's not so much about the gameplay, but instead is about your questions and my answers to them. I always say that. Top-rated comment, right? This is the number one highest-ranked comment on my video. LOL. You call this a weekly series? I missed one week in the last three years, and the number one-rated comment on my video is, you actually call this a weekly series? And it's like, if this is the consensus... Fuck off. Like I, it's ass. the most weekly it's him one of the most weekly series in existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it you'll have a hard time finding much more weekly than Mail Monday in all of YouTube in any genre. In all of entertainment in any genre. <laughs> it, it it's there aren't many T V shows that come on every Friday for three hundred Fridays. Yeah. It's <laughs> in all of entertainment, right? Like you know, even How I Met Your Mother, which you probably call a weekly show, what has like what thirteen episodes, twenty episodes a year? Mail Monday crushes that. The top-rated comment is Mail Monday is not a weekly series anymore. It gets to be, you know, like I don't need this. Hmm? Don't need it. I, I, I. It's not that I feel broken. It's that I feel occupied. It's that I feel like I've got better things to do than to subject myself to an international middle school popularity contest. I've been feeling that way a long time. You get tired of the fact global, that quick. Global like, middle school popularity contest. International doesn't work for you? I like global better. All right, a global middle school popularity contest. I like contest. intercontinental, actually. Intercontinental yeah. sounds so Does much better. Does that work better. for yeah. you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, if you, oh, what are your channel? You lost 10 subs today. Oh, no. You know, and I think, you know, I just might go into a spot here where I keep the doors open, make Mail Monday, make Painkiller already, uh, make some other videos that when I'm inspired to, but not bow down to these guys who are just, like, blasting me until I make 
14 videos a week for them. Welcome to the team, Woody. I've been here a while. <laughs> um, I mean, I make videos I want to make. I got to stop caring about making videos just to make videos. Yeah, I don't know what they want. And, and it, uh, you know, it, it's pretty difficult to give them, like, you, know, you make an inspiring video, or at least, you know, I shoot for inspiring. I, it's, it's hard to do that 14 times a week. You know, that gets old fast. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I just don't feel obligated to dance when they say dance all the time. They're I don't know. I, I, you know, I, this is why Hutch left. Right? This is why XCal dies every so often. Mm-hmm. You know, they just say, "Look, I'm taking a break. Maybe you'll appreciate me when I come back," and they do. So, you know, that might be where I head as well. I like the idea of two videos a week. That's great, uh, and, and they're your two strongest videos. I think I think we do a great job on the show, or at least we we try to we try to we strive to. And <clears throat> Mail Monday is by far my favorite series that you do. I watched your last Mail Monday with the ghost gameplay with the the 16-year-old father or something. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I can't even wrap my head around that kind of, like, like, like I've got responsibilities in my life that are pretty far-reaching, but I can't imagine. Did I, you I see would, how casual that guy was? He's like, how can fucking, I get my parents to get off my back about this being a dad thing? I was like, maybe they're trolling Woody. <laughs> like, 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 maybe that's what this is. Because this guy is either like an idiot or he's trolling Woody, and I'm afraid you're an idiot, bro. Like, like, like oh my god, I can't. It's, it's the. Jer- so I'll tell you guys something funny. Oh man, this is a good one. So Jeremy thought he was going to be a father recently. <laughs> Girlfriend hasn't gotten her period, I suppose, and she's like, and she's telling, she's like, I think I'm pregnant, and he thinks he's pregnant. And it gets back to me, and and he, and I, and a third party individual, we're all discussing this, and I'm trying my best not to seem like, oh my god, your life is ruined, <laughs> but I'm kind of doing that anyway. And he's like, yeah, I think be all right. Yeah, I'm gonna handle that. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, are you insane? <laughs> Which it translated, he was like, I think it'll be okay. You know, it'll be all right. Be interesting being a dad. And I'm just like, interesting being a dad? Like, like, your major life decisions revolve around mud tires right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell and me he's not getting Coopers. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he, 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 and he barters. I've never met anybody who barters as much as him. And he, he will start with, like, some some old custom rims for a truck. And he'll end up with, like, I don't know, a, a, a diesel tank to go on a tractor. And you're like, how did you get here, and why? <laughs> <laughs> he just acquires things that way. It's uh, it's it's funny to watch. But yeah, he thought he was gonna be a father, and I was shocked. And I was thinking, I was like, your life is now ruined. Your life is a ruinous mm. void that you it makes now it inhabit. better. It's not hard to be a deadbeat dad. You, I can't be a deadbeat dad. That's not in me. I'm gonna do it. So that means I'm my say, life Jeremy, is over. Jeremy's not you though. Oh, you good point. Good point. Uh, you, you make a strong argument, Wings, that, that maybe he would just be a shitty dad and it wouldn't be a big deal. My dad was telling me, he, he's like, there's no more drinking beer on Friday night. There's no, mo- there's none of that. He's like, you got to be there the whole time. That's that's the thing with kids. Like, I saw a comedian who said it really well. He's like, yeah, I've got two kids all the time. And yeah. that, like, it, like anyone who has kids is like, yes, exactly. Like, if kids were a job that you did from nine to five, that would be one thing. It would be time consuming. But no, you have kids 
all the time. You know, everything you do, everything you focus on, it, yeah, they're a huge deal. Yeah. My sister and I were so fucking hardcore and so difficult to raise that it drove my parents into separate bedrooms so that they could take turns watching us at night and one of them could sleep. Oh. It's a life rule. Is that? Um, that's till we're like five. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so like, when I when I heard how casual he was about it, I was like, "Dude, your life is is changed in such a way that you can't even comprehend it. You just need to shut up and like, whatever your parents say, you just need to do it." Yeah. So I think that should you're not smart enough to make any decisions for yourself. So <laughs> even if they're even if what your parents say seems insane, you do that. So whatever coming, they say. Coming back to my channel, you know, I'm gonna make the videos I want to make, and uh, you know, it, the pe the people who come to my channel predisposed to find some sort of flaw with everything I do, you're gonna have to go. You know, I'm, your opinion is no longer valid. I'm not trying to you know alter what I do to make these people happy. You're predisposed to find flaw with everything I do. It's over. You and I are breaking up. Is that a good place to end it? Call it there. That works. Breaking up. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Breaking Bye. up. It's hard to do.